it's like, what kind of long term damage are you causing with that? Facts. Like, like Chris Benoit, bro, Ryan Danielson, all these concussions, he's still going. It's like, come on, man, protect yourself, protect yourself. Facts. Oh, Brian Tattleson. <laughs> come on, man. We laying off Brian Danielson this week. Welcome to the Wrestling with the Homies podcast. I'm the homie Quan, and I'm joined by my good friend Jay Cooley and my boy hey. Sylvan with the beanie. <laughs> First hey, off, Cooley. What you got Yo. on, brother? What is this? Yeah, oh, bro. You, you doing you construction know. today, bro? Yeah, this, you know, this is this the work vest, you know? It's a lot of work that's been handed out this year, you know, between <laughs> all these wrestling companies, man. So, you know, it's time to go to work today. You're not wrong. You're today. not wrong. And Sylvan, my brother, you looking like me with the beanie. I thought I was the beanie, man. What's going on, brother? Yo, man, my, my hairline has been pushed back a little bit too far for the past four weeks and i haven't been getting a haircut purposefully so my hairline could grow back and now it just looks really bad so you know your boy oh, got a beanie it. on it's crazy i found I, I found a new barber today though low-key like at a coffee shop I man i was like yo hey. you so like, yo you you got a barber and i was like i do but yeah <laughs> maybe i don't what's up so we're gonna see what's up i'm gonna give him a shot man right damn Crazy you cheating on a barber, bro. Damn, hey, man. where's the loyalty, man? Yo, man, I rock uh, with my man's, man. I rock with my man's for real. I really do. But um, yo, he be late. You know what I'm saying? And he, he you know, he know too, man. He be late, man. It just be like, I, I can't, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it no more, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna explore right. my options. We gonna see. That's because you on Fairfax with it, right? Or was it Melrose? Bro, like, I'm you, on Melrose. You was hitting that bro. spot on Melrose. It's like, yeah, that's a. That's that's a Hollywood. Oh, yeah, that's Bro. yeah, that's a Hollywood ass barbershop. Like them niggas, yeah. They be cutting like Kanye hair and shit, so they not gonna be on time. They be like, yeah. we don't need these oh, peasants' man. money. I'm just like, come on, bro. Like I can't, I'm you good. know. But I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta try some other shit, man. So I'm about to see what's up with the homie. You know, you seem like you're from the Bay Area, you know. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what's All right. up. I. Well, you definitely got the whitest beanie I've ever seen. So shout out to you <laughs> and, and that beanie, brother. Hey, man. This is the only beanie I could but find. Listen, yo. I feel it, man. I ain't mad at it. Uh, you know, I'm the beanie connoisseur. I got every beanie you know in the man. I remember the, the homie in the comments, he said I was like uh, Double D from Ed, Ed, Nettie because I always got the beanie on. <laughs> Hey. Oh, that's a crazy like reference. <laughs> right. Like today I got the capital <laughs> trucker hat on, but you know, me and the beanie, that's like, you know, we a package deal. We come as a tag team, bro. You don't see me without the beanie, you feel me? That's real. <laughs> Yo, but look, this is our wrap-up show. We are using this show to wrap up this year. It has been an incredible year for wrestling, in my opinion. Yeah. But before we get into any of that, before we give out the homie awards, before we give up the pack 'em up awards. I want to give Sylvan the floor because Sylvan has been complaining in the group chat since Monday. He has been <laughs> very upset about a tweet he saw, and I want him to get that off on his podcast so we can discuss it. So, Uh-oh. Sylvan, what's going on with you, man? Uh, first and foremost, thank you, Quan, for allowing me to speak first. This is a blessing. Um, I'm really upset. <laughs> I'm really upset. You know, the more what you upset about, the more bro? I'm here, man. The more I'm here, the more I realize I might just be an upset kind of guy. I've been seeing not just one tweet, Quan. I've been seeing multiple tweets. Now, before I even get to these tweets, you know what? Let me get to these tweets. I've been seeing tweets on on the internet, obviously, uh, or X's. I don't even know what you call them anymore. What do you call them? Are they still tweets? They're uh, posts now. (laughs) Seats. Seats. (laughs) Pause. 
I've Whoa. been I've been seeing <laughs> yo, all right. <laughs> I've been seeing commentary on Twitter about the promo between CM Punk and Seth Rollins. Now, before I go any further, mm-hmm. right? For the wrestling community, CM Punk and Seth Rollins finally came face to face on this past Raw. Seth Rollins was sorry, CM Punk was basically getting ready to decide if he was going to sign to SmackDown or if he's going to sign to Raw. He ended up signing to Raw. And Seth Rollins came out to confront him. Now we have all been following this Seth Rollins versus CM Punk bubbling feud ever since CM Punk debuted at Survivor Series, and we saw Seth Rollins go crazy, waving middle fingers, had to be held back by Michael Cole, you know, the whole nine. And we've all been anticipating this, right? So, essentially, Seth Rollins comes out and gives a scathing, incredible promo against CM Punk. Fire. Fire. 10 out of 10 promo. Basically says, let me just keep this. Let me keep it straight, bro. I hate you, bro. I really hate you. I don't like you. But if you're going to be anywhere, you might as well be on Raw because I'm the best in the world and I'm going to wrestle circles around you and expose you for the fraud that you are. And basically told him this isn't your home. Gave him the Adam, the Hangman Adam Page uh promo 2.0 and said this isn't your home this is my home i've been we'll get we'll get more blah 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 blah. you know we don't give it to the hangman we'll get more to the hangman you know but (laughs) basically gave him that and said this ain't your home blah 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 and you know gave him an incredible promo right now that should have been that indeed now what i've been seeing on twitter by multiple iwc members and this is why i have real problems with the iwc you know because Mm-hmm. The commentary has been that Seth Rollins is finally starting to be taken seriously as a top competitor. The The consensus is that Seth Rollins finally isn't coming out and acting like a fake joker. And he cut a serious promo that made me believe that he is champion material. The consensus is that CM Punk is the first wrestler to make us to believe <laughs> in Seth Rollins as being a top competitor. Let me tell all of you IWC fans something from the bottom of my heart. You are absolutely stupid and out of your mind. And I don't even use stupid. I don't even use that word like <laughs> that, bro. I don't use that word. You know why I don't use stupid? Because I do find it incredibly insulting to people's intelligence. You know, I don't like to say that. I like to say you maybe are out of your mind or you're crazy or you're delusional, you know, but stupid is so belittling. But my God, like how stupid do you have to be to think that Seth Rollins isn't taken seriously? How stupid do you have to be to think that CM Punk out of all people could bring something out of Seth Rollins for us to take him seriously? Have you not seen his title reign? Have you not seen these matches? Bruh. Forget this title reign. Have you not watched his career for the past 10 years? Maybe Let's go further back. Have you not watched his career for the past 15 years? What Bro. in your right mind gives you the audacity to hop on God's internet and spew something as ridiculous as 
we <laughs> have not taken Seth Rollins seriously. And thank God CM Punk came here and made us believe in him as a top competitor. Now, besides all that, you don't like his promo style. You want Seth Rollins to be a macho man, Randy Savage, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, Hulk Hogan type guy who's super serious, less animated, puts it straight to your face, right? Let's just, <sighs> let's just give that, let's just give you the benefit of the doubt for that, right? The, the, the lot of you guys who have gotten on Twitter and said that this gimmick, that this fake joker or, or flashy suits, um, cartoonish character isn't the most incredible thing that we've seen from character work from Seth Rollins in his entire career. You're out of your mind. Where were you when everybody was bashing him when he was the Kingslayer or the Beast Slayer or the Architect? Because as far as I'm concerned, Seth Rollins was the most serious we'd ever seen him at that point. He was so serious that I fell asleep. He was so serious that I felt <laughs> like he needed to figure out how to get some laughs in there. And he, so, he was so serious Facts. that we were bored. Yep. We got bored of the guy. Now that he's finally gotten over, he's finally found out his shtick. He's finally found out let me what my character and what my delivery could be what my image could be what my delivery in terms of my promos could be how i could get myself over the old chance which took a year to get over now you want to discredit this man because he came out and said he hated cm punk because he came out and said that this was his home now you want to say that he's finally being taken seriously as a competitor let me tell all of you something right now from the bottom of my heart. And I hate to say this because it's Christmas time and I should be in a jolly spirit. Let me tell every single one of y'all <laughs> this right now. You are very, very stupid because the last time I checked, this man is a superstar and there is nothing you could ever say to take that away from him. You could never say that Seth Rollins isn't the biggest star that he has ever been. And you know why you can't say that? You know why you can't say that? The reason you can't say that is because he is. There's nothing you can do about it. Imagine, just, just imagine for a minute if we, actually, if we actually listened to you. If we actually said, you know what? That guy's right. He's too serious. He's, he, he's, he's too playful. Let's make him serious. Let's take away the suits. Let's make him who he was three years ago. Please have some discernment. Please, like, like, like just think a little bit. Think outside of your own taste and, and out of what you think is supposed to happen. Use your mind. Use your, use common, your sense, common sense. Your common sense, please. <laughs> and realize that we are we can enjoy something without having to bring somebody down. And I hate to even say that because last, last podcast, Quan had a whole dissertation about this. How we can enjoy something without having to tear it down. Now I, now I have to get on here and be highly upset. Because of this, I, I, for the life of me, go on the other side and and get your other serious promos going and do whatever you got to do. Listen to all of that, <laughs> because as far as I'm concerned, bro, the, the, the real winnings are over on this side. And that's my TED talk. I'm yo, I'm pissed, man. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Yo, mm -hmm. I'm really upset. I'm not mad at that. Look, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm not pissed. I'm not pissed about it. 
I saw it too. I saw it just like you because it's just annoying. You know, I'd be I'd be in those comments. It's like Cooley said, it's yeah. super annoying. But we got to remember the IWC is the IWC. They like what they like, and they're very loud about it, regardless of the fact that they are the one percent. And their loud screams don't really matter. But um, man, come. Seth Rollins is over. This is the most over Seth Rollins has ever been, and people want him to drop everything that got him over, so he can be more serious. It sounds like the wrestling community wants a bunch of landstorms and Brian Danielsons running around, just fighting for the competitive spirit and not being actual characters, just being regular human beings. And I'm here to tell you that does not work. People don't tune in to see regular motherfuckers wrestle. They want to see over-the-top characters. They want to see larger-than-life characters, which is why WWE's ratings are what they are, and the company that lacks <laughs> over-the-top characters' ratings are what they are. That's just the truth. So, Seth Rollins, keep doing what you're doing because I am enjoying it. Please, we all enjoying it. The, the, the older I get, the more I realize and understand why Brock, Le- why Brock Lesnar don't have Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> because it's bro. just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it Literally. makes no sense. I really understand Brock now, bro. Bro, oh and it's, it's hard to ignore. Like, sometimes you see it, and it's just like you laugh it off because you, you realize, like, you know, the IWC is the 1%, and what they're saying does not <laughs> reflect real life. I've had that rant on this podcast before. But then you just keep seeing it over and over. And sometimes you just want to crash out and respond like, yo, are you dumb? Like, are you stupid? Like, literally, are you stupid? You're telling this man to drop everything that got him over to go back to some serious character? Like, come on now. Are you dumb? That's like saying that. Remember when Stone Cold was rising to the top with the Stone Cold Steve Austin character? You had the beer cans crashing him over his head and and stunnering everybody. Cooley has the Stone Cold shirt. Imagine at the height of Stone Cold Steve Austin's run, people were online saying, you know what? I hate all this redneck beer bashing stuff. I want Stone Cold to drop that and be the ringmaster again. I want him to go back to something more. It's like, bro, are you dumb? Are you stupid? What? (laughs) What? Why would he drop what's working? Come on now. So, Sylvan, I feel you, bro. I wrote two tweets and I, I deleted them, bro. I wrote two tweets and deleted them because I was like, yo, I'm getting, I'm, I was like, yo, I'm getting so out of character. This, this shouldn't bother me as much as it does, but it does, man. I don't, I just hate the insults. It's like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Hate it, man. Look, hate you got to tell him, you got to tell him like Kanye, man. Like, what, what did Kanye say in that rant that dropped earlier? He said, shut up before you get exiled. Exile. Bro said exile. Like, whoa. Kanye is crazy. I love Kanye, yeah. man. Protect yeah. Kanye at all costs. This man said, shut up before you get exiled. And he said it to a girl. It was like a, a girl said, you ain't God. And he said, shut up before you get exiled. That's man, crazy. It's the funniest man alive. Kanye, though, but. Right. But yeah, man, the IWC is the IWC. And uh, unfortunately, us being in this wrestling podcast space, this is just what we're going to have to deal with. As we continue to tweet and talk about wrestling, our algorithms are going to continue to put this nonsense in front of us. And we just got to rock with it, man. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, our comments, we get those we get those very same comments sometimes. And it's like you read the comment and in your head, you're like, what? Are you serious? But then you just got to, you know. Recollect yourself and just keep it moving. <sighs> Such is life, man. Such is life. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? You know, like, I just, man, I, I just want people to realize that Seth Rollins doesn't need to be more serious to be more over. Um, and he was already serious for 10 years. I just, I just don't see the point of doing something that didn't work. 
you know, when something is clearly working, it's right. working so well. He's champion, and he's in one of the hottest feuds of probably the past decade. Like, what are you talking right. about? But you know, I don't know. Maybe it's me. Don't, Maybe it's don't me. stop doing what's working, man. <clears throat> if Drake is making girl records and them girl records are going number one, don't stop making them. Keep making them, <laughs> bro. And I, I don't. I it's don't. That simple. I don't. It's I don't even really simple. love Do those. Drake, those. Uh, I don't even love those Drake girl records. But I would never tell Drake to not make. Bro, these none of us do. Like why? why wait, 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 wait. Uh, Cooley, about to call us out. It's the truth. What? Name a girl record y'all don't y'all don't like. I'm confused here. I don't. So look, yeah. when it comes to the hotline blings and uh, oh no 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 no, no. I don't, I don't uh, care about like, that. That's not that's not me, man. That's not me. I like to hear Drake when he really talking this shit. I don't want to hear the hotline blings. But you 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 with me, Drake? You know what? Uh, that's, when it's, that's, you, when it, yeah. that's when it's that's when that's when that song was alright. You with me was like when it was girls when love it, Beyonce. I mean that no that all right look, look, look. So, all right look no, no like, that's like that's before there's like clearly a time yeah there's clearly like a benchmark of R and B Drake that is incredible and then right after it starts getting shaky and mm-hmm. like the you with me time like views time is when R and B Drake starts getting a little shaky that's just my right opinion. so may- maybe maybe I, I I said the wrong term maybe I didn't mean to say uh the girl records it's really the pop records. Like um, ah. just come um, we're going home. Like when he when he like does that. records like, yeah, that, like that, like that's not really what I want to hear from Drake. But those <laughs> those songs still go. Like you know what I'm saying? They charting high. So it's like I'm not gonna tell Drake to stop doing that because I want him to focus on dusty yeah, boom bap beats God. with Benny the Butcher and Westside Gun. Like nah, like <laughs> if what the nigga is doing is working, then keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like if I find something that works on this podcast, I'm gonna do it every week. <laughs> if me shitting on Gunther and saying he not a star is working and y'all paying attention. Even if I think he is a star, I would come on this podcast and say he's not a star. You know why? Because y'all replying to it, y'all engaging with it, and it's working. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fine. Shout out to Gunther. Though. Gunther is a star. Gunther is definitely a star. I'm sorry. I, I repent for all my sins. I love Gunther. <laughs> <laughs> they be mad in them comments when I say they that, man. They on it. Oh, who? I think our that IG post got like 500 replies or something. Like I can't even look God. at them no more. Yeah, they they, they hate calling us. me ugly and everything, bro. God damn. Hate you and your mustache. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, mustache was they getting gonna, it works. <laughs> I'm gonna send. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send the goons at y'all, man. Better stop playing with me. You gotta send Draymond on him, man. Hey, shout out to Draymond Green, bro. Why he <laughs> why he spin and punch dude like that? That was. <laughs> That was insane. That was insane. That was insane. But fellas, y'all ready to get into this yearly wrap up? This year end wrap up? Ah, oh, it's been a great yes, year. Sir. It's, it's been, been a great, great year. year. It's been a it's, wow. def- it's definitely been a great year. Um, 10 out of 10 I guess let's start with WWE, man. Let's start with WWE. WWE. Let's give out some letter grades. Let's give out some letter grades. So WWE. Uh, where can I start with WWE? Obviously, there was some negatives this year. For one, I didn't like the way they use black wrestlers. I know I always say that on this podcast. I'm starting to sound like a broken record. It's the truth. It's the truth, though. They didn't really do a whole lot with black wrestlers this year. Uh, my boy Bobby Lashley is one of the most popular acts in the company. And for most of the year, he had an on and off feud with Brock Lesnar that was very underwhelming. He ain't do a whole lot else. My boy Omos ain't even on TV. I can just I can go down the whole list of black wrestlers that ain't yeah, on TV. Man. So that was one of my issues. Shout out to NXT, though. NXT does... Have a very black roster. NXT be looking like the Essence Fest, bro. <laughs> like, I want to see, I want to see HBK's algorithm. I want to see his for you page because it's, it seems like every black girl that's athletic and with ass 
are on that NXT roster. So shout out to HBK <laughs> for whatever he's doing down HBK. there in that black ass NXT. But for the main roster, we needed more of that. And another negative I had with WWE was uh, tag team wrestling. Uh, the Usos kind of ran the first half, and then the second half, that was what, Judgment Day? We had like a weird tag team run with Jay Uso and Cody in the middle. But other than that, it wasn't a whole lot of tag teams rocking like that. So I like the fact that we got DIY back now. We got the Creeds on Raw. So maybe that's changing. I want to see more of that in 2024. But for 2023, tag team wrestling kind of took a back seat. So I definitely want to see a big change in that. But on the positive side, they hit the home run with the signings, bro. They signed Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. And then they signed CM Punk, bro. None of us thought this was possible. I thought I would never see CM Punk in the WWE ring. And that motherfucker walked out behind that curtain at Survivor Series. I'm still shocked to this day. That was a huge signing. Premium live events were all incredible. And they all broke attendance records everywhere they traveled. I can't think of a bad... When was the last time we saw a bad premium live event? Like, when was the last bad one? That was probably like day one, two years ago or something. Nah, it was actually the one CM Punk returned. It just CM Punk saved it. You think that was bad? Well, it wasn't bad. It wasn't <laughs> you bad. thought Survivor was Series solid. was bad? I thought it was fire. It was a six out of ten. It was, it was a six it was like out of ten. like a seven and a half, eight. Nah, that was Who solid. had the best that was match? Solid. <laughs> you know what? The men's war game match was fire. Like, it, it, it you know, we I were like, stressing over the CM Punk stuff, but like, other than that, when you really l- remove him from it, the, the, the matches weren't bad. Santos and Dragon Lee, they, they kind of had a banger. I wasn't mad well, at yeah. that. Yeah, they always going to have bangers. Yeah, because that's Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee is like that. If y'all don't know out there, Dragon Lee, he liked that. He's like that. But I thought every pre- premium live event was incredible. The last bad premium live event to me was probably two years ago. So I wasn't tripping off that. WWE created a lot of main event level stars this year. Like, I Fact. can't stress that enough. The fact that we saw Jay Uso go from a sidekick, a tag team guy, to one of the biggest wrestlers in that company. And then, oh, my God, LA Knight. This is a dude who started the year as Max Dupree, bro. He was the Maximum Male Models Manager. And now he's one of the hottest acts in the entire industry. He's probably going to go down as one of the the most popular wrestlers of all time if WWE continues with this momentum. So I, WWE had an incredible year. The, the quality of the in-ring product was probably the best it's ever been in WWE. Now, I'm, I still don't think that WWE has the superior in-ring product. We'll get to that next when I, we get into AEW. But for the most part, this was the best in-ring product that WWE has offered us in the last two decades. So for that, I got to give WWE an A-. minus. I almost gave them a B plus. I was going to give them a B plus because of the negatives, but because they signed CM Punk, which is, was, is, is still mind-blowing to me, the fact that they were able to pull that off, I got to give WWE, WWE an A-. minus. So shout-out to WWE. Shout-out to Triple H. Y'all did incredible. What y'all my, think, man? My my God, Quan, you hit the nail on everything. I don't even know what else to say. Like, <laughs> my gosh. Um, I agree with everything you said. Um, Triple H, man. What can I say about Triple H? To me, he's Booker of the Year. To Ooh. me, this this man, listen here, man. We asked for punk, he gave us punk. Everything we asked for, he gave us. We seen the rock, even though, you know, man, don't, don't, don't we wanted to man see up, him man. at many of it. 39. No, but still, but, like, but still, we didn't we think we would see a rock. That Facts. is insane, bro. I want to see so, that, man. I mean, we had two of, you know, the best superstars pop up, return. Um, Like you said, Quan, they broke, tr- uh, like, hella records. Oh, my gosh. I feel like 2023 was probably 
like my favorite year for WWE in a long time. Like Facts. this year, this year was insane. Facts. Um, we've seen Bloodline hit its peak this year, but I will say, uh, here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. Like I feel like they didn't have no. No go over the summer for the bloodline yeah. after WrestleMania, and that that kind of that kind of yeah. let me down. I'm like, dang, like what happened? Like, you know what the bloodline feel blowing? like to me? It feel like what? to be continued. You know how episode like a, a show, the end will yeah. be like to be continued. <laughs> it seems like the it seems like the blood ride right now is just to be continued, and we yeah, just don't just, know what's next because like it's I nothing going on with it. It's like does the bloodline even exist at this point? Oh, yeah, no. man, we've seen Sami Zayn, like one of the hottest superstars this year, just go from woo to what happened. <laughs> you know, like I have no idea what's going on. Um, we also saw the IC um, record get broken by Gunther. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Um, as you said earlier, we didn't see enough of our brothers on TV at all. At Apollo Crews, um, man. It's a shame. Cedric Alexander had two matches, bro. Yeah, he had yeah. two matches on like this entire year. They were I don't know if that's a fact. He probably wrestled on house shows or main events, but yeah, like in this, yeah, that's that crazy. was the only time I've like really remember seeing him. So it's like, come on, we gotta do better. We gotta do better. What's your letter grade though? You give you get what's your letter grade, man? You gotta give you gotta rate Triple H. This was Triple H's hey. first full year in creative. I'm this giving Triple H an A. Whoo. I'm giving him an A, man. He I didn't get the plus that. because of the brothers, you know what I'm saying? But the A, everything was great. He he made my WrestleMania experience in Los Angeles perfect. All that I can ever imagine. Um, and every PLE has been great. Facts. So you get an A. You get an A, Hunter. Restored the feeling. Restored the feeling. It was yes, a time indeed. when I didn't feel like I had to watch wrestling live anymore. Now it's 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 weekends when there's a premium live event, and I'm like trying to call off work so the homies can pull up and yeah. we can watch the show together. So like Facts. that's where I'm at with it. Triple H restored the feeling, man. Oh, shout out HBK too, cause man, when I say I wasn't really heavily into watching NXT faithfully, this year changed my whole outlook. Quan put me on, and I just been I've been into it. These them dudes and them girls over there is insane, yo. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Shawn Michaels. Black ass NXT. <laughs> Come on, seven, give me a letter grade. What we got? What we what is looking a, like for you? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give WWE an A minus. <clears throat> um, I think they've done a, a, I mean you guys have hit everything on the nail. Um I think they've done a tremendous uh tremendous job uh raising revenue, uh raising interest. I mean signing CM Punk and um Jade at the end of the day is just astronomical uh all the PLEs have been incredible um I mean what more have they not done I I hate the fact that that the brothers haven't been as heavily featured um I don't really know what that's about uh but definitely need that especially because uh over in NXT you know the brothers are the hottest they've ever been and um you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I understand why Bobby's not in the spotlight. Like, I get it. You know, even though he's super over, like, I get why he's not the focal point. Um, it's hard to book Bobby. He's like fifty four or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's hard to book him. He's man. like fifty five or something. He's old. Yeah, and it's hard to book him. The guy's also like, believably, like, probably one of the best, right? So, how do you really book this guy to not be strong? And not go over it. You know, it's I'm glad he's around the street profits, but they're not really doing that much. And I haven't seen Hit Row. Well, I mean, we know why we haven't seen Hit Row. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, like 
the, I think WWE has done an amazing job. Um, I think Hunter and Hunter and Sean are killing it right now, man. Um, my biggest bane with WWE though has been um, Triple H's talent that he has brought back uh, post Vince. I feel like a lot of them have flopped um, or have not been performing as well, and that's like one of the main things that I've not been as like I haven't been as uh, I haven't been as proud of that. You know, like seeing a lot of the talent yeah. that came in and seemed like they were going to have like a lot of promise. And I mean, Karrion Cross was came back and put an hourglass in front of the tribal chief. And I don't know what he's doing right now. And it's really unfortunate. So I'll give them a, I'll give them an a minus man. WWE has done leaps and bounds and I feel like they're only going to go further. And plus with the emergence, the fast emergence in the last three months of Jay Uso, LA Knight, now us getting CM Punk and even Drew McIntyre, in my opinion, like raising more interest. Like, I feel like the ceiling is just getting higher and higher and higher for the brass ring to be reached. So, shouts to you, WWE. A minus for me. Facts. Facts, facts, oh, facts. WWE, man. We all agree. We all agree on this, man. WWE definitely deserves an A. <clears throat> it's funny you say that a lot of the guys that Triple H brought back flopped, though, because. I do. I, I am starting to see that narrative change because you know DIY was kind of floundering for a little while, but right now they kind of they kind of killing. Like I, I I'm really enjoying DIY's run, and you know me, I was a big naysayer of DIY. I didn't think that they looked the part. I thought they were too small, especially Johnny Gargano. I do like Champa, but recently seeing these matches they're having with Imperium, like I'm I'm digging DIY. And also the women, you know, EO Sky, she was a guy, uh, she was a guy, she was a girl that Triple H brought back, Dakota Kai, um, Chelsea Green, like I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, but I do want to see more of like the Good Brothers, because where are Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, man? Waiting on AJ Styles. Where's Styles? AJ Styles? Oh, like, right. Well, we AJ know been right. gone like AJ's a year, gone. right? He got injured right. at the end of 2022. I'm not going to front, man. Yeah, I, I'm not, uh, not going to front. I, I really don't I, like Damage Control. I said it. I'm sorry. I said it. I don't like him. No, I don't. Really, I, don't I don't like him. I no, don't I don't care about him. I don't care about him. I, I Excuse me, my bro. Brother? I, I know. I hate to be this guy, bro. But now that's the end of the year. I'm glad we can finally say it. I don't care about these girls. Bro, I don't like I don't like them. I don't really believe them. And I think a big part of it is because of Bailey. Like, I think I hate how, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, I hated how Bailey returned. Mm. I hated how Bailey returned. Like she returned and it was like, oh, I got like. I got two other people that I'm going to race up with me and we're going to take over WWE. And that's cool. But really, I wanted to see Bailey like knock the bricks off of Bianca, man. Like this girl, like put, sat you down, dog, Oof. sat you down and say, yo, let's go take nine months off while I run the ship. Like the first thing you should have done was come back in right. all black and like put her through a table, dog, and like have blood in your mouth or something. But like, nah, you're trying to raise other talent. And it's like, that's really- <laughs> You know, yeah, and now, I'm, I'm and now saying, I feel like when she goes, when she leaves, I feel like I'm a really, I feel like I'm a really be into damage control. But right now, I feel like, she, I feel like she's done her job, and it's kind of like Edge with Judgment Day. Like I didn't really see it, but then once Edge got out the way, Judgment Day got hot, and I feel like once Bailey gets out the way, right. like I'm a really love damage control. <clears throat> so I feel like damage control was effective in what it set out to do. Obviously, Bailey definitely took a back seat in that group, but the group. It got EO Sky and Dakota Kai over. And I think that that was Bailey's goal. Like, she Facts. wanted to elevate those two women, and she definitely did. Like, look at EO Sky, man. She went from being released by Vince McMahon to a women's champion. So, like, I can't, I can't hate on damage control. And right now, damage control is in a weird spot. They're 
clearly transitioning past Bailey. Um, I don't even know if they're going to still keep the damage control name. Like, aren't they the Kabuki Warriors? Like EO Sky, Kyrie Sane, and Asuka. Kabuki but they still Warriors. got the, right, but they but they still got Dakota Kai with them. It's kind of it's kind of confusing, but we all know what that's leading to, man. We all know that Bailey's gonna get bailed out by her girl Sasha Banks, man. Let's just be honest, Boozer's yep. Boozer's teasing it. Yeah, and at this man. point, I trust Boozer. And I was a we boo- I was, yeah, yep. I didn't trust Boozer at first because you know, but I, I had a bad experience with that boy Zero News. <laughs> Y'all remember that last year? I remember that. Zero said everybody was returning at the Royal Rumble, and none of the niggas <laughs> returned. It was a wor- and not only that, nah, it was probably like one of the worst. Run, it was probably bro. one of the worst Royal Rumbles we had ever seen, bro. Not gonna cap. Facts. That was Facts. hilarious. Yeah, bro. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, Boozer lied to our faces, man. But nah, man. I I I really do think that Sasha Banks is going to be the end goal with this whole Bailey and Damage Control thing. So I'm not I'm not ready to shit on Damage Control. I like Damage Control. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Uh, the women's division, though. I think WWE has a lot of work to do as far as the women's division. Which is for crazy. the main roster, for the main roster for NXT. Yeah. Oh, NXT is hitting NXT home runs going everywhere. Crazy. This, that's why my booker of the year. It might it, it can go either HBK, way right now. Yeah. It can go either way right now. But the if women's you, division on the main roster is kind of confusing to me. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say if I, I, I what? Think, no, I said if, I'm like if you if you really look at the women's uh, division two on the main roster, like I feel like they're struggling to transition from the old guard to the new guard. It's kind of like they're you know what I mean? Because yeah, like, facts. it's like they don't really know what to do. Like, I feel like Bianca was like a clear, okay, yeah, we should give her the belt in. But they already exhausted that. And it's like, well, you know, your top draws are still of the past. And you got to kind of figure out how to make new draws. It's it's kind of, they're kind of in a shaky spot. Right. I agree with you. Yeah. Because it's like, we love Becky. We love Charlotte. We love Bailey. We love Bianca. but And we love Rhea. But like, we need more than just them five, you know what I'm saying? Like, and EO. Like, we, we, I want to see more from Zia Lee. I want to see more from Tegan Knox. I want to see more from all these girls. And I will say, two of the best matches in WWE this year were women's matches. Yeah. That Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus match in that cage. Jeez. That was incredible. That Not was, just for a women's bang. cage match, but just for a cage match, period. That shit was incredible. And yeah. also, um, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte at Mania. That was one of the matches of the year. So, like, Shout out to them for that, but we need a lot more from that women's division going forward, man. Because it's especially the women's tag team division. Like, what, what is, what is that right now? Like, what is the women's tag team division? It's you know, man. wasn't it like? All right, so it <laughs> was before, before. Um, what's her it's face? Hollow man, baby. Wasn't it with uh, yo, who just got injured? Shorty that was like all black, like all black. Uh, what's her name again? Great on the um, mic. My my girl, my Veteran. girl. Great on the mic. She used to be GM at SmackDown with Adam mm-hmm. Pierce. Veteran. Oh, Sonya Deville. Sonya, Sonya Deville. 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 Now Sonya Deville and Sonya Deville. Yeah, so Sonya Deville was like she and, got injured and, and Chelsea then Green. they had to and Chelsea Green. They were they were dope. And I think they would have actually done really great, but then she got injured and now we kind of have this makeshift tag team. I feel like the women's tag team division has just been in has never got gotten off to a good start. So it's tough, man. I don't know what they're gonna do. Hey, it was popping when we had Sasha and um, Trinity. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah Naomi. Like, sure maybe we need that back, and we need them. We, and if they do come back, we need them to have a real tag team run. Like, let's turn this tag team division around. I see what I see. Triple H trying to do something with the women's tag team titles because he brought in those NXT girls. I, I can't. Um, what, what I can't think of their name right now, but um, they got that spooky witch gimmick that they're yeah. doing. So I'm cool with that. But let's do let's let's do a little bit more. Than that, 
But for the most part, incredible year for Triple H, incredible year for WWE. They get an A minus from me. Definitely an A, definitely an A from all three of us. So shout out to them. I, I want to hear from y'all at home, man. Let us know how you feel about WWE this year. Give them a letter grade. Give them a letter grade in our comments. Let us know if you think they deserve an A. Are we right? Or, did, or are we being too easy on, on WWE? Because you know what's coming next, AEW. Oh, uh, <laughs> I ain't got a whole lot. To do. <laughs> Put my oh, head man. down now because you already AEW, know what time it is with me, baby. AEW. AEW. Man. Man. Oh, man. We are definitely not beating the AEW hater uh, allegations, man. Yeah. <laughs> Never. No. I swear to God. Look, I swear to you. We love AEW on this podcast. Uh, like, don't, don't. I know the clips might seem one way. I'm, I'm blaming, I'm blaming our producers for that. I know the clips might seem like we, we hate AEW, but we don't. I swear to God, we love AEW. At least I do. <laughs> At least I do. I don't know about this guy, Sylvan. I used to. <laughs> I like the white beanie. <laughs> I used to. I used to. You know to. what? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Here we go. <laughs> People out there might not know this. Well, I mean, obviously they don't know this. When, when AEW first arrived on the scene, bro, when AEW first arrived on the scene, this man Sylvan was an AEW stan. Not a fan. This man was a stan. He was a stan to the point where me and him would get into arguments in the group chat because he really felt in his heart that AEW was going to surpass WWE Raw in its ratings. He thought AEW was the new wave and WWE was shaking in their boots and going to go out of business pretty much. And I was right there to put him back like make him level-headed bring him back down to earth and say you know what just wait man this is a honeymoon period and you know what i, I ended up being right and sylvan has turned hill on aw but at one point i swear to you a sylvan was the biggest aw fan he was really drinking the aw kool-aid i, I don't even like saying i shouldn't have said that phrase we're black guys what we mean man yeah, why, that why was, did i that say was that a, why that was a hard that? truth moment right there man <laughs> my guy oh, bro. come on bro <laughs> yeah the truth moment <laughs> No, but he was Sylvan was drinking that AEW juice, man. Pause. He really thought AEW was next, and now he he looking like an AEW hater out here, man. What you got to say for yourself, my brother? I'm glad you said something, Quan, because said, I I was I was 100 a AEW stan. Like nobody, bro. If you would have told me back in 2020, 2019, 2021, that you know WWE is gonna be the hottest it's ever been from a product standpoint in the next two years, I would have looked at you and been like, bro, well, not with Vince in office. Like I would have like Vince's booking at a certain right. point was so predictable. Yeah. Like we, we would all watch matches and we would just call out what's about to happen immediately. It would be so <laughs> predictable. It was just like, bro, like, what are we, <laughs> what are we doing here? But I really, bro, I, I still, I loved AEW at one point and I don't love AEW. Like I used to, I like AEW. Um, it just it just pains me to see where they are right now because at the end of the day, it's just not the boom period anymore. The honeymoon phase is over, and they got to figure out what's next. They got to go through it. They got to go through it, man. <laughs> right. Five years, five years, going on four now. So, I mean, WWE was in a in a weird spot when AEW came about because yeah. let's be honest, 2019 is probably Vince's worst. Year in WWE, it was terrible. It was horrible. I don't know, man. They fumbled. They fumbled Fiend. They fumbled. Fiend. They fumbled the Fiend so bad. They uh, they squashed Kofi. Like it was just bad, bro. Like it was terrible, man. Sean Mc Shane McMahon was everywhere. It was like, what's going on here, bro? 
wasn't shaming like, man I, gimmick like the greatest in the world or something like bro, that like yep. he was just all over the show oh, yeah uh, raw underground right. around that 2017. time too. <laughs> raw underground <laughs> it was fake ufc like bro i don't want to ever see fake ufc fights in wwe bro like yeah, come on now bro. why did what was raw underground and nxt tried to bring that back like nah like, keep that dead where it's at <laughs> don't ever bring back that underground bullshit no absolutely not but yeah, that was a bad time, man. That was a bad yeah. time. So I, I, I absolutely understand why Sylvan was all over the AEW knob. Now I'm saying pause, pause. But man, AEW had a a roller coaster year, man. Yeah. I don't even want to start with the negatives with them because it's 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 a lot. So let's just start with some positives, man. Let's start with some positives, positives with AEW. So the in ring product was still head and shoulders above anywhere else. I'll be the first person to say that. Matches like Zack Sabre Jr. versus Danielson. Uh, was that? I think it was Wrestle Dream. That was incredible. Uh, Osprey versus Omega, one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. I think Dave Meltzer yeah. gave that like six and a half stars or something ridiculous. And I hate them damn star ratings, but it deserved it because that was an incredible match. And then Swerve versus Hangman. What can we man. not say about oh, Swerve man. versus Hangman? Yeah. That match was everything. That yeah. match was everything. And we were in a building for that. So that's a big positive. The in-ring product at AEW was still head and shoulders above WWE's and anyone else's, in my opinion. My opinion, so don't kill me. Internet fans, don't kill me for saying that. I think the in-ring product over there is really good. Um, AEW stepped up their production. They stepped up their production in a big way because, like, in years prior, AEW kind of looked like an indie with a budget. But this past year, I forget the guy's name who they hired from. He was a former WWE employee. It might have been Will Washington or something. But Mm -hmm. he got their production actually looking on point. Like the lighting, the stages. AEW actually looks like it belongs on TV now. It looks like a mainstream product. So shout out to the production team. And I know Sylvan and Cooley say otherwise. But I think that AEW did a good job with his young talent this year. I mean, MJF has been champion all year. And he's, what, 27 years old? He just turned 27. So MJF mm-hmm. is doing his thing. Ricky Starks, Ricky Starks is doing some some cool shit right now with Big Bill, tag team champions. Mm-hmm. I love what they're doing. And my boy Jack Perry, man. I know Jack Perry is – I know he is infamous right now because, you know, the CM Punk stuff. But Jack Perry, the run he was on when he, when he dropped the Jungle Boy stuff, that was incredible. And when Jack Perry returns, he's going to be such a mega heel. He's going to be like the most hated guy in wrestling. Like, like forget AEW. He's going to be the most hated man in wrestling, period. So shout out to the young talent. And then, of course, Wembley. I don't know if it was 70K fans. I don't know if it was 81K fans. But whatever it was, that was a lot of goddamn people in that arena. So the fact that AEW was able to travel overseas for that optic win that Sylvan likes to call it and put that many people in the building, that was incredible. Those are the positives. Now, <laughs> the negatives. Oh, man. Where do I start with the negatives, bro? Man, they devoted way too much time to the old heads. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but the Christians, the Chris Jerichos. Hey, the hey, edges, hey, 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 this, hey, 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 I'm just saying, bro. He's not Christian, lying. I ain't got no, He's not lying. Age shame. Facts. And I'm not trying to age shame. Like, I don't mind these guys being older. The problem is when you push yourself as an alternative, then the product you you offer shouldn't just be all former WWE guys because that's not an alternative <laughs> at that point. <laughs> that's like DC trying to be the alternative to the MCU so they go hire all the Marvel actors and the Marvel directors. It's like, are you alternative at that point or are you just doing the same thing that 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 they, that, 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 that the motherfuckers was doing? So they devoted way too much time to the old heads. Of course, the attendance and the ratings were way, way, way down. 
A lot of these shows look like they were in half-empty arenas. So Tony Khan definitely needs to stop booking these big-ass arenas and only putting 4,000 people in them seats because it, it looks crazy. on t- TV, they're good at hiding it. They're, they're really good at hiding it on TV. But when those pictures drop and we, like, see how that arena really looks, it, it looks crazy. It looks way too crazy. There's been way too many pointless matches for the sake of being competitive with no storyline underneath them. Like, trust me, I love great wrestling. I love a great in-ring product. But when you put two guys in there just wrestling for nothing, it's hard to invest in that. I need way more to invest in than just two guys wrestling for the sake of wrestling. And the biggest negative to me was the fact that they failed to work things out with the Elite and CM Punk. These are all adults. The fact that you couldn't put those guys in a room and have them work this out so we can get to from point A to point B, that was the biggest fumble in wrestling history because CM Punk is now over in WWE and he's thriving and it looks bad. As a wrestling fan, it looks bad seeing CM Punk go from this company over to WWE and instantly be the biggest star. You had the biggest star on your hands and you fumbled that. So that's a huge negative. I'm sorry, AEW. I got to give y'all a C plus. I would have gave y'all a B for that in-ring product, but the fact that y'all lost CM Punk, I got to knock y'all down to a C plus. I'm sorry. I mean, you hit everything on the head like always. I, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm on point I mean, today, baby. I did yeah, my homework. <laughs> man, I mean, uh, AEW, they did a lot of great things, at least for me. Uh, I enjoyed all the in-ring work that they uh, contribute to this wrestling culture. Um, man, Swerve and Heyman Page. That's probably one of the best matches of the year. And it's probably one of the best matches I ever witnessed with my Facts. own eyes. Like, that was incredible. Um, they did not miss with any of their pay-per-views to me. Yeah, facts. Like every, facts. Everything was great. I facts. was like, wow, this is insane. Um, Wembley, of course, you can't you can't knock that. They did a thing with Wembley. Um, I enjoyed the Christian Cage gimmick, you know, but that's just me. But I, I liked do it un- too. Uh, I do the- understand what you what you mean about all these old heads, you know, it's looking WCW. I understand. <sighs> and I do agree, you trying to get your company to a higher place and you're trying to, you know, make it super over, but you're using old guys from your arrival. So it just don't make sense. So I, I do understand they need to get better with that. Um, the booking was <laughs> dreadful. Like what was going on? Like, I don't, Oh my God. I just, that's, that's a whole nother thing. I, I just couldn't understand it this year. Um, but I give I give AEW a C. Um, that's still a passing grade in college, right? Um, <laughs> hey, that's what we that's what we was at. You know <laughs> we was averaging seventy percent. Hey, passive, yeah. passive, baby. Yeah, man. But um, I mean, we can't. Of course, we're gonna you know hand out the negatives with the attendance and um. Four thousand people was it? Four thousand people, bro. Dynamite or was it lower than that? So it, it it's four thousand, but it's it's lower at the same time because these these dudes are giving out buy one get one free tickets at this point. Like ah, oh, the bogo, the, they, the, oh. the, they're doing bogos, man, and that that looks so bad. It's like yo, you can't even put people in the, in a four thousand seater. You got to give out buy one get one free as oh, a wrestling man. company. This is this is it's not looking yeah. too good, man. It's yeah, not but, looking too I mean, good. Big L for them fumbling CM Punk. Um, Big Jay L, Cargill even though as well, baby. Yeah, don't forget, you can't forget Jay. Oh my god, you guys! They, let her, I mean, they but, let her walk across the street. Yeah, just like WWE let Dean walk in 2019. You know, but it's just a whole lot going on over there. Um, 
I do want to see you guys get better. I'm not an AEW hater. I enjoy it. I honestly think that as a wrestling fan, you'll have a better live experience at AEW, at an AEW show, because the fans are more into it. You know, they're more, you know, chatty. It's a great, it's a great thing to experience. Right. Um, yeah, C. Give them a C. I do want to see, I want to see better storylines. I want to see better storylines. Like, I love the MJF and Adam Cole storyline, but that that was cut short due to injury. And I just want to see storylines, period, bro. <laughs> like, I watched, yeah. I hate to say it, but I watched this past Wednesday's Dynamite, and the wrestling was really good. Don't get me wrong. The wrestling was really good, but the entire show was just wrestling. Like, it, outside of, like, the devil stuff, it was just match after match after match, and it's like, it, that gets boring after a little while. Yeah. We need more than just that. Like, come on, oh, man. Before I finish, I do not understand what, what, what AEW did with MJF. This man was on an incredible hill run. <laughs> and out of nowhere, he's uh, the biggest face. He didn't put nobody over. He was just a face. I was just like, what is going? He's just goofy now. It's like this guy yeah. is winning matches with one leg. It's just what's doing kangaroo kicks and shit. It's double clothesline. It's like, bro, what is this? Do better, Sylvan. Tony. Sylvan, be nice, bro. Be nice, Sylvan. Don't don't. Oh, it's it's, it's Sylvan time, y'all. Don't crash out. Ooh, I'm, I'm not nice. gonna. I'm not gonna be nice, but I am gonna be kind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give. I'm not even gonna talk to AEW. I'm gonna talk to Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Oh God! I've been on your head top, man. I'm. <laughs> I'm on your head top. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm on your head top, man. One day we'll. One day we'll smoke. Cigars on a yacht and talk about this one on one, you know. I'm, 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 I know we'll be in that space one day, you know. But right now, you're getting a D plus from me. Let me explain. Now, damn, uh, yeah, straight damn. up, damn. straight up, man, a D plus, damn. D plus. <laughs> so so I'm, being not, crazy, I'm being kind. Bro. I'm being kind, bro. Let me let me start off by saying that the biggest attribute that AEW has had this year has been has been um their in-ring obviously their in-ring is top tier I feel like it's probably the best in the business right now maybe maybe one notch below uh New Japan Pro Wrestling um and then I will give you guys Wembley Wembley was history um I I think but either way it was history for you guys it was incredible and an incredible moment um, I'm also going to give you guys Swerve versus Hangman Adam Page because, my God, that's my match of the year. That match just is absolutely astounding, mm-hmm. and you guys should be proud of yourself for even having something like that. That is the best match of 2023 as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I'm going to give you guys the nod of putting the belt on MJF. Uh, it was more than well-deserved and absolutely well-needed. Um, but when I really put into the the lows of what's been going on i mean my god i mean cody is gone that was that you know it just is what it is we kept that pushing but then also we were looking at cm punk being gone jade is gone the emphasis on older past previous uh stars from wwe uh the low attendance sales um the lack of storytelling the storytelling in these ma- there is no storytelling um and then the storytelling that there is it's overextended <laughs> the storytelling that there is is overextended i mean i'm really tired of this devil thing like i'm at a point where you guys need to wrap it up like it's just getting to a point where 
Yeah. Like, it, it should have been wrapped up at full gear. It wasn't, and I don't. I, I'm just not here for it. Um, the amount of injuries that uh, have have been happening have been absolutely insane. I mean, from Dan, from Brian from Dan, from the snitch to <laughs> you want to say Brian? Dan, you want to say Daniel Bryanson so bad? <laughs> from the snitch, you love that Bryanson. Yeah, I'm just gonna call him the snitch. From the snitch to all the way down to um Adam Cole. I mean. I mean, and then also the the stars that haven't been on TV that have been underutilized. Um, I mean, you guys, in my opinion, just have not been hitting the mark. Uh, Tony God, you have not been hitting the mark, and I think your biggest flaw right now is just it's just that um the storytelling really sucks right now. There's no storylines that I really care about. There's nothing, and you know, all the storylines that do end up happening, they're just it's like they're not built out long enough for me to actually care. And then there's storylines that should have ended maybe five or six months ago that are still going on. And we don't know where they're like right. where they're happening or I mean, where they're leading to. Um, also, I I'm sorry. Like I do not like MJF as a baby face. It's not appealing to me. I, I want him to be a scumbag for real. He's mm-hmm. not my scumbag. He is the scumbag. And the fact that you guys have turned Facts. his heel run into a baby face run, like Cooley said, seemingly out of nowhere without putting anybody over anybody over it's just whack it's just whack to me i don't i do not like it um i do appreciate christian uh for his um dead father gimmick which i think has been brilliant um but uh, you know outside of that man i think that this has been a really bad year for aew and um i think they need to reassess where they are as a product and where they're going to take their um identity to because right now it just feels like a pro wrestling company that's doing really bad at being a sports entertainment company so you guys get a d plus tony khan mm. um i hope you guys do better <laughs> next year i hope you put more investment into your younger talent i hope you uh reposition the older talent to be what they are uh enhancement acts and uh, i don't know what else to tell you man not a good year <clears throat> not a good year <clears throat> And you lied. You know the and you lied. The, uh, and you, you lied about Wembley. Whole... Yeah, you liar. You lied about Wembley. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, no, 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 no. You lied. We're, we're not going back to that. We're not going back he to lied. that. Like, he lied. He lied. He clearly lied. Yeah, people get tattoos <laughs> of fake numbers, bro. Like, you're a liar. Oh, yeah, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar, crazy. bro. How embarrassing. Hey, either way, man. Look, either way. And stop making announcements. Regardless of whether it was 70. <laughs> We don't want that. <laughs> yeah, Tony Khan, you got, you definitely got to stop making announcements. You you absolutely got to stop making these announcements or like stop promoting the announcement like it's something huge. And then like the announcement just being, oh, Will Ospreay is coming next year, but he's out here right now to say hi to y'all. Or like, oh, the tickets for Wembley next year are going on sale tomorrow. Like these are not big announcements. You can do that on Twitter, bro. You ain't got to announce that on the show or announce yeah, that you're going to announce it on the show. Like that's that's ridiculous, bro. But you know what the problem with it is with this whole devil storyline? It was intriguing when there was a chance that it was CM Punk. When we all believed that CM Punk might have been the person behind that mask leading a band of misfits and bandits, we were kind of all in on it because we were we wanted we were we were curious to see who it was. But once CM Punk popped out at WWE Survivor Series, it was like, all right, <laughs> who cares about this devil shit? No, like. If it's Jack Perry, okay, cool. If it's Warlow, okay, cool. It's like we stopped caring once we knew that it wasn't CM Punk. It's Adam Cole, baby. 
Bro, Adam Cole Adam... shouldn't be on TV. I'm sorry. Adam Cole. Yeah. Bro, if Adam Cole got a broken foot or whatever, just have him at home. Like, why are they still trying to extend this this Adam Cole and MJF thing? They're, it's they're gasping for straws at this point. Like, I know Especially that at full that sto- gear, man. Right. Like, that I know that storyline was hot. It was hot when it was happening, but like, he injured now, and he ain't gonna be good to go for another like six, seven months. So just drop it, drop it all together, man. Revisit <laughs> it once he's healthy. D plus, huh? D plus. It's mm. sad, mm. but it's the truth, man. Yeah. It's the truth. It's how I feel. Come on, Sylvan, man. Enjoy, enjoy all wrestling, Sylvan. Also, the women. Also, the women's division hasn't <laughs> been that. that the, the women's division hasn't been that great in AEW either, man. Oh, um, it's women's been, division been trash in AEW. It's been no oh, assistant. Shout out bro. Tony Storm, man. I mean, shout out to Tony Storm. Tony Storm is incredible. I mean, I'm not saying that a lot of them haven't been doing great, but like the matches are very like non-existent. Like especially on Dynamites and whatnot. Like they're having. One mat, one women's match per dynamite, if that, and it's going for no more than about five, maybe ten minutes. Um, your former um, women's champion is complaining about not having any type of TV time. Um, it's just, it, I don't know. I, I, y'all <laughs> got to figure Britt it Baker. out. Yeah, shouts to Britt, man. Y'all, y'all got to get it together. Y'all got to figure it out. Um, but I don't know if you guys will. Yeah. So. They won't. Let's be honest. But come on, Silver Man. Enjoy all wrestling. Ain't that what the AEW fans say on on Twitter? Enjoy all wrestling, Sylvan. Y'all hate that. Enjoy I hate that wrestling. phrase, by the way. I hate that goddamn phrase. Look, you want a clip? Here's the clip. I can't stand that goddamn enjoy all wrestling bullshit. Because when it's WWE under the microscope and getting killed, I don't see enjoy all wrestling. When it's XPW or one of these overly hardcore promotions getting killed for doing all the hardcore stuff i don't see enjoy all wrestling but the minute we want to criticize AEW's attendance or anything that tony khan does all of a sudden everybody's in the comments enjoy all wrestling enjoy all- nah shut the fuck up man i don't want to hear none of that bullshit no more because when you say enjoy all wrestling what you really mean is enjoy aew like get out of here stop it stop it Smrek. Keep it moving, bro. Bang, Keep it moving. bang. Don DeMarco. I'm sorry. I had to crash out. I, I had to crash out. My bad. I'm just, I'm just, I'm tired of seeing that. I'm tired of seeing that. Man. <laughs> I'm so tired of seeing enjoy all wrestling because what you're really saying is just enjoy AEW and stop criticizing it. That's what you mean. That's really what you mean. So say what you mean, bro. Facts. Am facts. I right or am I right? Facts. 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 But. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. But look, shout out to y'all, man. I want to hear how y'all feel at home. Let us know if we're being way too hard on AEW. Does AEW deserve a C or a D? Because Sylvan gave him a D. I think that's too low, man. I feel like a C is more D. accurate. But let us D. know how. Or do you think they deserve an A? Are we just hating? Are we WWE stands and we just hating on AEW? Let us know in the comments, man. What do y'all think AEW deserves? Now, fellas, crazy. we have come to the end of the road. <laughs> Anybody who give AEW an A for this year, they need their brains checked, man. <laughs> I'll tell you, though, the people who give AEW an A for this year are going to be the same people that Sylvan was talking about in the beginning of this podcast when he was ranting about Seth Rollins and his run. Those are, the, are going to be the people yeah. that say, oh, AEW had the best year ever. Like, come on now. Facts. Come on now. But, fellas, we reached the end of the road, man. It's time to give out some homie awards. It's time mm, to give out it. some homie awards. Our first annual homie awards. The homies. And obviously there can only be one. So we have to agree on this topic. We, we might oh. have different opinions, but we got to agree at the end, man. We have to agree on these topics. And Damn. I'm going to give us the first one. The first one. The, the, the easiest one for me, at least. Who is the women's wrestler of the year? Who gets the women's wrestler of the year award? Oh, that's easy. 
Who is it? You said Wait, it's easy. No, it's Tell me. Because it's easy for me. It's real easy for me. I would say Rhea Ripley is clearly the women's yeah. wrestler of the year. Like I know she hasn't had <clears throat> the work rate. She hasn't had the best women's matches. For a lot of times, she wasn't even defending that women's title. But at the end of the day, she hot right now. Like Rhea Ripley has like the most followers on TikTok out of like anybody in the world or something like that. Maybe it's just in wrestling. I don't oh, know. Wow. Or maybe it's just in the company. But either way, Rhea Ripley has become a superstar. This is a girl who was kind of floundering on the main roster a year ago. Like she she was over in the sense of people cared about her, but not to this extent. The fact that she's able to go out there and stand in the face of a solo Sokoa or stand in the face of a Roman Reigns and we believe it because we we really believe in her and what she's doing, I got to give her Women's Wrestler of the Year. She's a star. And she's only 27. That's what's crazy to me. She's only 27. The next 10 years belong to Rhea Ripley. I got to give it up to her, man. So shout out to Rhea Ripley. She's my Women's Wrestler of the Year. 3.2 million followers on Instagram. Sheesh. 3.2 million? Well, she I'm going to give it TikTok, Mercedes Monet. Oh, uh, you think Mercedes Monet is the women's wrestler of the year? <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, nah. she was like, she was injured most of the year, bro. <laughs> nah, uh, I can agree with Rhea. You know, she's she's been doing her thing. The uh, the transformation is just incredible. Like, who would have thought this is insane? Hunter really saw the vision, and now we are living out his vision. Facts. And um, every match she's put on, she's been doing her thing, including that. That terrible botch one she had to, she had to carry. <laughs> it was why is Yo, Maxine, Maxine in the ring with Rhea Ripley, bro. y'all? What is going on? <laughs> that was only Maxine's second match, like ever, by the way. Like I want people to understand that <laughs> Maxine did bro. not belong in that ring, man. Not yet. No. Yeah, not yet. But I, I love the way Rhea she handles her gimmick. She 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 just does obsessional work. Like I just love everything she does. So shout out to Rhea. Facts. I love Rhea. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Rhea should be the women's wrestler of the year for sure. 100%. I love everything about Rhea, except the matches that she's had this year. They've kind of been stinky. Not going to hold you. Um, And I don't even think it's a, I don't think it's a part of, I don't really think it's her fault. I just think that she hasn't really developed uh, her technique enough to have a great match with anybody. And also she's been, she's been fed like a lot of wrestlers who just, still need to get their bearings too. Like you think about all the wrestlers she's worked with, like Rhea's not experienced enough to have a great match with just anybody yet. And I think the people that she's fought haven't also been that great of adapting to the style of WWE right. just yet. So, but besides that, Rhea's definitely number one, man. Um, I agree with that. That's true. All right. Well, it looks like the homie, the homie award for, Women's Wrestler of the Year goes to Rhea Ripley, her fine ass. So shout out to Rhea Ripley. She definitely <laughs> deserves it. And look, man, if it, if it doesn't go well with Buddy Matthews, now I'm saying, you know where to find me, Rhea. My phone number is 323-35. I'm just playing. <laughs> but shout out to Rhea Ripley, man. She definitely deserves Women's Wrestler of the Year. Now, let's get to Booker of the Year. Who is the homies Booker of the Year? Again, it's I feel like this one. is an easy one. Yeah. Well, it, it might not be... Too easy. I know who's not Booker of the Year, though. It's definitely not Tony Khan. It's absolutely not Tony Khan. You know what? I know this might be a contradiction because I've said that HBK deserves Booker of the Year, but I'm actually going to go a different way. I wanna, I'm going to give it to Triple H. I think Triple H is Booker of the Year because 
obviously HBK is under the WWE umbrella. He is the booker in NXT, so it's not a it's not a whole lot of pressure on him. He kind of has the leeway to just do whatever he wants to do, throw throw anything at the wall and see what sticks. Triple H doesn't really have that leeway because Triple H is booking national TV. Like this is a, a program that two million people watch every single week, and like millions and millions of dollars are on the line when it comes to this show. So Triple H has a lot more pressure on him to produce. And the show he has produced has been really good. Like I said, we gave him an A. I gave him an A minus as far as my ratings go. I think what he's done with the product has been incredible. The Bloodline storyline was incredible. I mean, of course, we haven't seen a whole lot of the Bloodline storyline this year. But the fact that Roman Reigns took this entire year off and WWE was still hot as ever as a product, I can't give it to anyone else but Triple H. So Triple H would be my nomination for Booker of the Year. Said it before, man. Triple H is definitely Booker of the Year. I gave WWE an A. He has been carrying his whole company on his back, and it's a beautiful thing to see. I still can't believe this guy that I used to watch and hate growing up is in charge <laughs> of WWE. I still can't believe it. Like it's insane. Facts. Like wow. Um, I feel like every time there's doubt in certain angles or storylines we let it play out and we're back on on board so triple h is definitely book of the year this year 100 <sighs> percent. yeah man shouts to you hunter tony khan who you got tony khan <laughs> shouts to you hunter <laughs> yo tony khan being the book of the year would be the biggest swerve ever um yeah man <laughs> right. it shout, shouts to hunter man like uh hunter hunter you deserve it uh, this reason you've been my favorite wrestler growing up, and um, man, you just did a fantastic job. I mean, you could have done a mid job and brought back CM Punk, and you still would have been Booker of the Year to me. So, shouts to you, man. That's the easy one. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Y'all want to get facts. straight into Wrestler of the Year? Or should I? You want to? Are we doing? Wow. You want to do Most Improved? We can do Most Improved. We doing most improved. We can do most improved because I feel like wrestler of the year. We're not going to agree on this at all. This, this yeah, we not. Go, this might go on forever. Let's give out yeah, most improved, not. man. The homie award for most improved. My nomination would be Dominic Mysterio just because he started the year trash. He was awful in the ring. He was awful as a character. None of us liked him. And now it's the end of the year and he's the most overheal in wrestling. He gets the loudest reactions, whether people want to say it's piped in and it's fake or if it's real. At the end of the day, people are reacting when Dominic Mysterio is on that TV screen. So Dominic Mysterio gets my most improved wrestler of the year for sure. Okay. So I didn't know he was doing most improved of the year. But who you got? Off the head, off the dome. I already know. I'm looking at it. You know what I'm saying? I already know who doing it. So, I mean, so now if I can't do him as wrestler of the year, I got to do him as most improved of the year because it it only makes sense. So now it's Dominic. It's Dominic. Because he was my wrestler of the year. Because first of all, yeah, he's my wrestler of the year. First of all, this man is second most matches of the year. He's he's been a workhorse all year. He's been carrying. This man has titled in NXT. He's been defending his titles. He has crazy matches. All three shows too. All three shows. He's been he's been doing his thing, man. Dominic Mysterio, and he's carrying this heat very good. Wow. Who said prison? Prison isn't a rehab. Who who said that? <laughs> Meek Mill. Because no, clearly it's working. Said Meek Mill. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I got to change my wrestler of the year. Dang. 
Nah, you can keep them. If that's who you got for the rest of the year, keep it. I know who the rest of the year but, is, though. But I'm about to debate about you about that because I know who I got. Sylvan, who most improved, baby? Y'all not going to like this, man. I don't agree with y'all. Uh-oh. You know, but it's okay, you know, because I don't? know like, I don't, but we can give it we can give it to Dom. I'm not mad at Dom. I think Dom is a great choice. I just don't agree. My most improved wrestler of the year is got to go to Jay Uso, man. I mean, Jay Uso really went from Oh. Yeah, bro. Jay Uso really went from being like a tag team guy that got beat at uh with um, Jimmy that got beat at WrestleMania and lost the titles to now debatably one of the hottest stars in the company like like top five selling merch pieces um i mean i would give it to la Knight, but i mean la Knight, in my opinion is just a i don't think he really improved i think he just skyrocketed uh so i don't really want to give him yeah he just caught on but jay man jay really went from like mid card to like sky is a a top card guy like he can be in a, a world wrestling he could be in a WWE World Heavyweight title picture right now, and it would be believable, you know. And um, I got to give it to him. You know, that's a, it's a long time coming. Uh, so I give it to Jey Uso. Oh, but, I, but, he... I feel like, but I feel like Jay was always him in a sense. And yeah, as opposed like... to Dom, Dom was like trash, bro. Right, right. Like the and starting point him, was lower. It's horrible. Yeah, it was just like, wow. Seeing him yeah. now is like, whoa. And I think even wrestlers – that's in the company is like, dang, I can't believe this dude. I think CM Punk was one of the ones. Was this? No, yeah, it was yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Orton. It was Randy Orton. He was like, Paul. whoa, yeah. this is insane. Like, what's going yeah. on? So, I don't know, man. And also, he is finishing the year off with a match from a guy Punk. we haven't seen in nine years wrestle in WWE. That's, in, that's a crazy resume, bro. Hey, and like, that's in LA, by the way. Like, should yeah. we should go to that, right? Yes, we should. Yeah, I didn't I know, know that was in LA. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, the forum, the holiday bro. tour. Yeah. yeah, Spank was telling me about it. He he was saying he was going. Oh but, no, um, we out. Let's yeah, go. Let's man, be, I gotta, yeah, let's be out. We out. Facts, facts. But I, I gotta I gotta agree with Cooley, man. I I hear you on Jay Uso, and I wouldn't be mad if we gave it to Jay Uso because, like, like you said, he's a main event level star right now, yeah. and he wasn't that at the beginning of the year. But at the same time, the starting point was so much lower for Dominic. Because it's like, Jay Uso has always been up here. He's, he's a part of one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Let's just keep it real. Like, the Usos are probably the best tag team in the world when they're together. So it's like, he always had potential to be a lot more. Dominic Mysterio is somebody who we just didn't see coming. Like, we really thought he was the worst wrestler in the company and didn't belong on TV at one point. Yep, like we hated this dude. So the fact that he was able to turn it around and become one of the most over people in the entire industry is like I, I feel like I got to give it to Dom, man. I got to give it to Dom. I'm not mad at Dom. I'm you, really not. You cool with that? I'm cool with it. I, Dom, Dom is right cool up with there Dom? with me. Yeah, I'm right, cool well, with Dom. The homie award for rest, rest, most improved wrestler goes to Dominic Mysterio. Dominic, keep doing your thing, my boy, and stay out of prison, man. Because you know what happens in prison. You got to share bunks with Suge Knight, and it ain't that good, man. You're going to end up on one of them phone calls. Wow. <laughs> hey, hey, Diddy will be seeing you soon, bro. And I'm just playing. Edit that out. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> my guy said. Yo. My guy said, take that. Take that. <laughs> hey, 50 Cent is on his head, man. Head top, man. Curtis playing. is hilarious. That doc is around the corner. Head top. Hey, did he do it? I don't know. 
Now it's time for wrestler of the year. This is going to be a tough one, I feel. Uh, this is going to be a very tough one. Um, but uh, wow. my nomination, Quan's nomination, is a guy who oh, got a lot of hate at some point on this podcast because, you know, he was playing Uh-oh. second fiddle to Cody Rose, and we didn't like that. We were very upset about that. My wrestler of the year would be Seth, Seth freaking Rollins. Rollins. And I can tell you why. I'll tell you why. I think Seth Rollins deserves wrestler of the year because we all forget the year he had. Was it two years ago? Was it, I think it was 2022, actually. He lost the most matches in the entire company. Like, more losses than Dolph Ziggler, more losses than The Miz, more losses than anybody on that roster. He lost almost 70% of his matches. The fact that he is now the world champion in a resurrected title, he had the hard task of taking that resurrected title and making it relevant, and he did it. He did it. He's having incredible matches with everybody he steps in that ring with. He had a classic with AJ Styles. He had an incredible match with Drew McIntyre, and I know a lot of people love to hate Drew McIntyre, but Seth Rollins did his thing with Drew McIntyre. I think Seth Rollins is the wrestler of the year. And he's making that world champion look good. That match he had with Shinsuke Nakamura is probably my favorite Shinsuke Nakamura match in WWE. He's making that title look good. I know it's not Roman Reigns' title because Roman Reigns is the main champion. And we love to say that Seth Rollins is the here nigga damn champion. But at the end of the day, Seth Rollins (laughs) has made that world championship look good. And once he loses it to the next person, that next person going to be hot because, you know, they're taking that ball and running with it from what Seth Rollins created. So Seth Rollins is my nomination. Um, I ain't mad at that. I'm, I'm have to agree, man. I'm gonna have I'm to surprised. agree. I'm surprised. Yeah, because I was thinking like mm, maybe it's Cody, but it's like nah, he eh, he lost Mania. Yeah, it's Seth freaking Rollins. Um, my guy, he works his ass off every Facts. day. I believe he hasn't been pinned this year. Um, good for him. Yeah, I don't he think he's been not pinned have, this year. I can't. I can't remember him being. Yeah, I don't think he's been. He's defending his title damn near every Monday night. Like this guy is doing his thing. We do his theme song. He, he he's him. He's over. And like you said, Quan, he's making his belt look very fantastic. Seth freaking Waller's wrestling of the year. Um, I'm not mad at Seth Rollins being you, baby. I'm not mad at Seth Rollins being. Uh, wrestler of the year whatsoever i don't have seth rollins as my wrestler of the year um but i am not mad at that that is an incredible choice and uh i'm down to agree with y'all to make seth rollins the uh wrestler of the year my choice for seth <laughs> rollins i mean, sorry seth rollins of the year my choice for wrestler of the year my uh my uh choice for wrestler of the year has definitely got to be and i know y'all gonna hate on me it's got to be la night um, now it's not necessarily because LA Knight. Oh my! Oh my! I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys are gonna hate on this me, but nigga. it's not. It's <laughs> not because nigga. it's not because of LA Knight's in ring work or the fact that this guy has had classic matches or whatnot. But when I think about um, just in terms of another star being added to the mix that is of the caliber of a Seth Rollins or a Cody Rhodes or a Roman Reigns, um, can't deny that this guy has come in and inserted himself in that top four, top five of the company and at a record time. And I think that's something we need because it's also inspiring other stars to kind of follow suit, like looking at a Jay Uso coming into that fold now. And um, it's soon Gunther's going to be into that fold and just seeing like what that's going to inspire, in my opinion, is really great. Like 
for a long for the longest time we it's just really been roman and then we have seth and then we have kevin owens and and a couple other guys but like we hadn't really seen anybody really get to that top spot in record time and and be over it in a way that's just like unprecedented and it's i feel like it's really inspiring other um other wrestlers to be in that same boat so that's my wrestler of the year i feel like nobody has had a bigger or more breakout or more impactful year than la night um that's why he is my wrestler of the year but when we come down to it i mean seth rollins that if anybody like- if anybody said that seth rollins was the wrestler of the year i'm not gonna look at you like you're crazy like he would be my number right. eight. like that's like uh, like from objectively speaking i'd be like yeah you know this is just like my personal choice facts I feel you. I feel you. I feel you on LA night. Obviously, two out outweighs one. So Seth Rollins is definitely the, yeah. gets the homie award for wrestler of the year. But mm-hmm. I, I feel you on LA night. He had a, a super impactful year. Um, he I got can see he, LA night most improved. Yeah, facts. But like wrestler wow. of the year is like you got to have some good matches to be wrestler of the year too. Like it can't just be all character. Because let's just be honest, man. LA night has not had a good match this year. Like. Nah, the, 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 he uh, had some decent the, ones. Yeah. But like, nah, he had, he's there, had, was, there was the, no matches that you still. Nah, the, what, the, who, the Roman, the, the Roman Reigns. Nah, the Roman Reigns. The Roman Reigns match was really good. That, that, that was a good was match. Right, bro. Nah, that was a good match. match we were all saying right. it. We were all saying like, "Yo, this is a good match." <laughs> Y'all are wilding. Like, <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. Whoa, I said this was the best match that Roman. Uh, this is the best match that LA Knight has had. That doesn't mean it was great though. Like, it was alright. <laughs> I thought it was great. You know, I, I hate to say this because I love Solo. I love Solo Sokoa, and I love LA Knight. But I feel like them two dudes be having the most mid matches possible. Like, Solo need to go back to his old gimmick. That's what it is. He's boring. But I feel like he's boring right now. He's standing there with his arms folded, looking mad. Like, bro, come on, man. Nigga, but Solo can't do this. gimmick from, like, 1999. Solo's whole gimmick is based around Roman Reigns and the bloodline. And it's just in limbo when they're not yeah, around. Facts. It's like, bro, how was he? Po- like, it's like, bro, he's supposed to deviate. Like, what is he? I don't know. I don't know. Bloodline's in shambles right now. <laughs> kind of breaks my heart. That, yo, his he Solo's gimmick is that he's mad, bro. His gimmick is that he mad and he don't wear short. Uh, he don't wear shoes. Like, come on, man. man. We need some. We need man. some more than just being mad, my brother. Cut a promo or something, bro. Me Roman back, Solo, Roman. Solo might Solo, Solo might get most improved next year because I feel like Solo is gonna have an incredible 2024. Like we might see that motherfucker become champion. I'm sorry, I keep cursing, but we might see Solo become world champion next year. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, we'll see. I but mean, if the, ro- if, shout if, out if the bloodline, Ripley. if the bloodline like disbands, I think Solo will have an incredible 2024. But if he's still in a bloodline, it's a whole thing. Nice. I think he's just gonna be Solo, Sokoa, Stoic, just the arms cross, the enforcer. Just like, all right, well, Jimmy though, yo, and he's true to that gimmick. When we saw him, when we uh, yeah, Jimmy's the one. But nah, Solo is true to that gimmick. When we saw him at a uh, Wale Mania, bro, he was just standing there the whole time, arms folded, just mad on stage. <laughs> I'm they like, got him bruh. to eat a chip at one point, but like, he even ate the chip mad. He just bit it like, Arr! like so- <laughs> Solo is a wild boy, man. But shout out to him, yeah, man. man. Shout out to him. Shout out to Rhea Ripley, who was our Women's Wrestler of the Year. Shout out to Seth Rollins, who was our Men's Wrestler of the Year. Shout out to Triple H, who was our Booker of the Year. And shout out to Dominic Mysterio, who was our most improved of the year. All of y'all deserve homie awards. Um, I'm sorry there was no AEW choices in this, but we'll, we'll pay we'll pay respects to an AEW superstar a little later in the podcast. Just keep listening, man. We don't hate AEW, I promise. We all know who that black wrestler of the year is going to. But let's get into Jay Cooley's run 
down, Cooley. What you we got sure for us, do. my brother? <laughs> hey man, I got I got some topics to end the year off. Let's start off with something that was said by Dave Meltzer. The boy. According yeah, according to Dave, CM Punk's return opened the door for Raw going to Warner Brothers. That's Whoa. insane. That's, That's crazy. crazy. What is going on? See? Where it's five years. 2023, man. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> we still getting bangers right now. This is insane. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go forward, you got to explain to us why this is so crazy. Why this, would this, WWE listen, going to Warner Bros. be crazy? <laughs> Like Listen, people man. might not understand why. Hey man, Warner Brothers is currently the home to all AEW programming. <laughs> if Warner Brothers drop AEW in favor of WWE, CM Punk is the <laughs> yo yo. This is bro. This is insane, man. What do you guys think about this, y'all? I, I can't believe, wow, bro. That would be the biggest ball drop in history Man. for AEW. Wow. If yeah, this Punk happens, bro. Apparently cool with them dudes over there, yo. Yeah, Zaslav, Zaslav loves CM Punk. He called him one Bill <sighs> Phil, man. So, like, if this happens and Warner Brothers drops AEW for WWE, the question is, where is AEW going to go? Because, obviously, they wouldn't stay on TNT or TBS. But we all know. USA is already in bed with WWE, so AEW wouldn't be able to go over there. CW is Zeus. AEW might be on Zeus, bro. Blueface going to be the devil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's Blueface, Blueface under that mask. You know what I'm saying? Natalie Dunn about to be TBS champion. Like, yo, AEW getting dropped from TBS and TNT would be the craziest turn of events right. I've ever seen. I do think they would land somewhere, though, because at the end of the day, I don't think people realize just how many people watch AEW on a weekly basis. We kind of judge them on a WWE scale because they don't do WWE numbers. But AEW still does pretty decent, man. Like 800,000 fans watching the show. That's still a decent yeah. amount of people watching the live show. Like there, There's NBA games that don't even get 800,000 people watching on any given night. So I think AEW would be fine. They would land somewhere. Tony Khan got all the money in the world. He's going to keep this company afloat wherever it goes. But that would be a bad look. If WWE wow. ends up on TNT, <laughs> that would be an incredibly bad look for Tony Khan, man. He would have a meltdown of all meltdowns on Twitter. He would crash all the way out. He might start come calling out. people. <laughs> he might start calling people bitches or something like that. Yeah. So, wow. So what you think, man? It's going to happen. <laughs> the worst. The five worst. You said it's gonna happen. The it's worst happen, five years of Tony Khan's existence with AEW is underway. It's been underway. Look, do you understand that Warner Brothers signed off on a third show based around CM Punk? Do you understand like that <laughs> happened? Like, do you understand like a third yeah. show was created? They created the show for him. Because they liked CM Punk so much, because he was so much of a draw. They they were like, yo, we gotta create another show for this guy to separate them from the EVPs. I fully understand the ramifications of TBS and TNT not renewing AEW. But the fact of the matter is that if they secured Raw, it wouldn't matter. 
<laughs> it wouldn't matter. <laughs> like, it wouldn't matter <laughs> if AEW was gone, bro. It just wouldn't matter. Because as far as I'm concerned, AEW has fumbled CM Punk. They've had their lowest ratings. Their ticket sales are in the dumpster. And it's kind of looking like, ah, this is a dying product. I could see them being like, yeah. meanwhile, we have a raw show with CM Punk on it with the hottest feud in Lord knows when. Sign me up, pal. I could see it. And it would be the most insanely serendipitous win for Triple H. Because as far as I'm concerned, Tony Khan, when Triple H was dying, when he was dying and you were stealing all of his NXT talent because Vince McMahon wanted to taste the rainbow with NXT and you stole everybody from him, it's coming back to you, pal. Tenfold. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. That's all I got. I hate to see it. <laughs> I hate, I hate to, to see, see it. it. And you know... <laughs> And you're not lying, bro. You're definitely not lying. Like, WWE yeah. was down in the dumps. Triple H was, like, having heart attacks. Like, he had to get a pacemaker or pace set, whatever it's called. He, still got he had to, put, to get one of those in his chest. And, right, and while he was on that deathbed, just in the hospital, Tony Khan was signing up Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. And, That's <laughs> like, all crazy. It was like, yo, this is... This is karma. This is karma coming back to bite you, man. Yeah, man. But I still think AEW will be all right, man. They'll they'll land somewhere. They'll figure it out. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad look. It's gonna be, gonna a, be a real bad. Look. What Cameron said, he'll be, be all right. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, TNA Impact used to be. Mm-hmm. Hey, they about to be on BET, bro. Facts. B- between Baby Boy and Four Brothers, they are gonna have AEW <laughs> right in the middle, just like. <laughs> Say four brothers. No, <laughs> hey, classic know, movie, by the way. Yeah, they were classic, movie, classic, bro. One bro. of the best movies. <laughs> yeah, if they were smart, they would go to MTV. Oh, I don't know if Viacom wants them, bro. Like, yeah, I'm pretty honest, sure Viacom like, don't want them. Yeah, Viacom. Nah, I, just, that, I yeah. just don't know. Yeah, nah, and nah, nah. and this could happen, bro. Like Warner Brothers is in the dumps right now. There's like a sixty percent chance that Warner Brothers might go bankrupt because they're spending yep. a lot of money on the NBA. So yep. apparently they might let the NBA go and sign elsewhere. And if that happens, there's going to be a lot of money to play with. Why not grab WWE? Like, why not? Why <laughs> not? Imagine the WWE network on HBO Max. Like, it just it makes so much sense. It makes so Whoa, much sense. Man. Might as well do it, man. Warner Bros. 2000, hey. 2024 about to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting year, man. Very interesting. Now, we was talking about this earlier, uh, about the promos Seth Rollins and CM Punk had. By the way, Seth cooked. He cooked Punk. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, he cooked him. He flame boiled that boy. Yo. But like we was talking about earlier, fans are accusing WWE of stealing from AEW Punk and Hangman Page Feud. Now, how do we feel about this? Do you guys agree with this, that WWE is stealing AEW storylines? Mm, I'm sorry. What do, you, what do you think, Quan? What do you think, <laughs> I'm sorry, Sylvan, but I got to agree with the fans on this one, bro. I'm sorry. Like, he literally said the same phrase that Hangman said. He said that we don't want you here. I'm protecting this locker room from you. Like, they yeah. they, they literally stole that from Hangman Page. So I understand why the AEW fans are upset about that and claiming that WWE is stealing storylines. But – I don't think people are realizing exactly what WWE is doing by that. I think 
I think Seth taking Hangman Page's promo, which is one of the promos that led to the meltdown of CM Punk and CM Punk getting fired from that company, I think that was strategic. I think WWE is clearly playing in AEW's face. This is them taking shots at AEW and making fun of them. Like, let's just be honest. They're being petty. They're saying, yo, you remember you said this in a storyline or it wasn't scripted and it led to the meltdown in the media scrum and the downfall? Well, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to make fun of what y'all did wrong, but we're going to do it the right way. We're going to wrap this up at WrestleMania, and it's going to be incredible. So WWE is clearly taking shots at AEW with this. Um, Yeah. Uh, I agree. Uh, we know WWE is petty. Facts. It's cl- it's as clear as day, and um, Seth is basically the protector of his wrestling company, just like Adam. What I mean, I said Adam Hangman oh. was at AEW. I mean, yeah, Adam, well, Adam Hangman. All Adam of them, Hangman. Yeah, all the only Adam we know is Adam Copeland now, bro. The <laughs> Hangman just hey, <laughs> who's Adam Copeland? <laughs> oh yeah, it's Edge, bro. That's Edge. Still gonna call him Edge. I still gonna call him Edge. <laughs> What you think, Seven? Um, I think that uh, first and foremost, uh, AEW fans, Hangman Adam Page went into business with himself. That wasn't a storyline. That was him shooting. So let's just get that out the way. Yeah. You can't steal something that wasn't planned. This wasn't a planned storyline. These were two baby faces going at one another. The baby face of AEW who had the championship and then the baby face of CM Punk, which is naturally a baby face. You're supposed to go at it. I'm pretty sure they had a plan. And this was the beginning of CM Punk getting ready to leave because Hangman couldn't couldn't be professional enough to not go into business for himself. So that's number one. Number two. I definitely think that they're taking a shot. WWE is taking a shot at AEW when they do this storyline. But also, this is the storyline. Do you understand that CM Punk came out of retirement, went to AEW, didn't do well at AEW? Well, I mean, I guess subjectively speaking, he did do well at AEW. But, you know, came back, left AEW, and then decided, you know what? It's time for me to get back to the place that I call home. This is the storyline. You're going to have to... You understand that Seth said, this is your last chance. Like, this is part (laughs) of... Because it is. This is the storyline of the century. Hangman Adam Page was just a guy. Sorry. He was a guy who wanted to act like he was protecting his company. When the reality is, is that Seth Rollins actually had been in that company for 10 years and really is protecting his company. Sorry, it just is what it is. Like, Hangman had just gotten the title. It had been there. You know, the company had been alive for three years. He was in for, like, six months. Like, he just went into business for himself. Seth Rollins has been the anchor of WWE for the past seven years. This is his company. He really is protecting CM Punk, who... <laughs> who left Who left the company and, excuse my uh, language, shitted on WWE and... and basically left AEW from punk sorry this is just this is this is the storyline so i don't agree that uh it's facts i don't agree that they're sta- that they're stealing anything from AEW. i just think that this is the storyline and gotta deal with it writes itself gotta deal with it huh mm-hmm. yeah hey it is what it is man yeah Ray man. it is what it is now it's let's like- talk about someone we have not talked about today on this episode Let's talk about Sami Zayn. So <laughs> we've we've all heard it. He uh, was recently written off TV for a foreseeable future. 
And it sparked a lot of conversation online after being arguably the hottest wrestler in the company this whole year. Did WWE fumble Sami Zayn? Quan, I want to hear from you first. Yes Damn. or no? Dun, dun, dun. Damn. I hate to say it. It's, it's like a two-parter. It's like a two-parter for me because, like you said, Sami Zayn was the hottest in the company at one point. Like, going into that match with Roman Reigns in Montreal, like, Sami Zayn was on the cusp of being, like, the biggest superstar in wrestling. Yeah. And WWE could have made him that if he would have gotten that win, but he didn't get that win, and it's been all downhill from there. So, in a sense, WWE fumbled Sami Zayn's momentum for Sami Zayn, but on the other side of that, it's like WWE ain't fumbled their own momentum. At at the end of the day, if Sami Zayn wins that championship, we never get Jey Uso's rise. We probably never get the rise of LA Knight with his thing with Roman Reigns. We probably get, never get any of that if Sami Zayn wins the championship. And honestly, it wasn't the time for Sami Zayn to win the championship. So, no, I don't think WWE fumbled Sami Zayn's momentum, but I will say Sami Zayn had a big downfall after <laughs> having his momentum stalled, if that makes sense. Like, it's, yeah. a, double, it's a double-edged sword. Like, you know, you got to... Sure. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the Thanos thing? You know, um, you... It, it, Y'all know, y'all know where I'm going with this. Like, it, it, it's like for the greater good. Know what I'm saying we sacrifice Sammy so we can get everyone else, pretty much. Yeah. So I mean, Sammy, he was hot. I feel like he was hot probably the first three months of the year. But WWE didn't fumble Sammy, man. Sammy fumbled himself for not ah. staying in the bloodline because that's when he was ah, his hottest. But they did Let's that. Talk they about that. it. Let's they talk about that, now, though. They, they wrote that. They wrote that. They wrote but that. Uh, he, he was never going to be, uh, to me, the hottest in the company, being that we have all these other hots right now. We have L.A. Knight. He wasn't going to be hot in L.A. Knight. Facts. We have Cody Rose. We have Seth with the title. Like, it just is what it is, man. So it was for the greater good, man. It was for the greater good. I saw, I saw your face when Quan was, was speaking, man. What was that face about? You not agreeing or what? I want to let everybody know <clears throat> in a wrestling world, first and foremost, that I like Sami Zayn, but he's just not that guy. And he, he has not, he, he's not that guy. <sighs> he's not, he is not that could have been. No, he no, he couldn't. Been. You know why he couldn't have, couldn't have because he's not <laughs> over. And the reason he's not over is because he needs to figure out what's going to put him over on that edge. Now he did the whole conspiracy gimmick and it was cool. And he was getting heat. But he needed to figure out what else he could do. And the bloodline gimmick did help him tremendously. But let's keep it a stack. The bloodline was hot. The bloodline got Sammy hot. It just did. Sammy didn't get the bloodline hot. The bloodline became hotter. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a byproduct of his involvement. But by the time Sammy started doing his whole shtick with um, the bloodline, bloodline was already popping, man. So as soon as you remove him from that equation, Sammy but, is back to being who he already was before. Then, just a cool guy. Now he won the champion. Now he won the no, tag team no, championships. No, no. He won the tag team championships and had his little makeshift run with Kevin Owens, and it was a height. But then they broke up, and now where is he doing? Where is he at? He's back to being who he already always was, which is a guy that's cool. He's Chris Jericho. He's good. We like him, but he's not that guy, you know, and he's got to figure out what Chris Jericho figured out in 2008, which was I'm going to cut my hair and I'm going to 
and I'm going to smash Chris Jericho's face into the jumbotron and I'm going to call him out for being a liar. And then he became the man. He he finally had his serious run. But Sami Zayn hasn't figured that out yet. He doesn't. He's not that guy. He, he may have fooled us because he was hot, <sighs> but he was never that guy. He was just hot. He was just hot because he was affiliated with the hot people. I, mm. Am I right or am I, I feel right? Like he could have got hot, though. He, he could have. No, nah, I feel I like I feel like he could have stayed hot, though. Like, I, obviously, Sami Zayn got hot because of the bloodline. But that's kind of how wrestling works. Like, you're supposed to be elevated by your opponents. Like, at the end of the day. The Rock is never the Rock if he doesn't have that feud with Stone Cold Steve Austin. L.A. Knight doesn't really become L.A. Knight unless, you know, Bray, Bray Wyatt gives him that rub. Like, they got hot, and then they took that momentum and built upon that. And I feel like with Sami Zayn, they didn't really build on it because he was still hot going into WrestleMania. When he won those tag team titles with Kevin Owens, he was the hottest he had ever been still. Like, people were reacting to him like he was hot because he was hot. And then nothing happened after that. Like, I want to say KO got injured or Sammy got injured. They were both banged up and they were kind of off TV despite having the tag team titles that kind of floundered. And it got to a point where we just didn't really care about Sammy Zayn like that anymore. So like the momentum was stalled, but I think that WWE did have a chance of making Sammy Zayn a big deal in that moment with the bloodline and Roman Reigns. And they kind of chose to go the other route and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I think it was the right decision. I, like I said, it was for the greater good because with, with Sammy Zayn winning that title, it stopped so much. Like it might've been great for Sammy Zayn, but it would have been bad for everyone else. Like Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns's range definitely should not have ended at the hand of Sami Zayn. I'm sorry. I might have thought that at one point, but no, it was the right decision. But at the end of the day, we still got to acknowledge the fact that Sami Zayn was right there on the cusp and WWE went a different way. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess. If they really if they really if they really wanted <laughs> to make wanna, if they really wanted to make Sami that guy, if they really wanted to make Sami that guy, like if they really did they would have had him betray Kevin Owens. They would have had him betray Kevin Owens. Now nah, we're not ready for all that yet. That would have been that would have been we're the perfect time. It's coming. Right, it's right. coming though. I mean, it's too That's late. Do it's too late. You, he's got to figure <laughs> something. <laughs> it's too late. They're not. He has, he's he's got to figure something else out now. Like I I think the momentum is gone. He's right. kind of floundering. He's kind of trying to figure out what he's gonna do. And as far as I'm concerned, like he's got to figure out the next angle now. Like I think it was cool for him not to win against Roman. For him to become tag team champions with his best friend. And then he should have turned on his best friend and became a mega heel and costed them the ti- costed them the titles and figure something out. And then that would have progressed. Or vice him. versa. I mean, Kevin, I mean, Kevin betraying Sammy could work, but it wouldn't work in my opinion in a way that like Sammy finally betraying his best friend who's been betraying him all this time would have worked. It would have really made him a menace to society and like really took him to the next level. It would have given him more depth in his character. But now he's just back to being a happy go lucky baby Could've face. A... That's boring. It's boring. It's right. boring. He definitely should have betrayed KO, man. He could have had like I a did. Heath Ledger gimmick or some shit. It's like, boring, like, man. I get, I get why they didn't go that route though. It kind of, it would have been kind of weird because he was like the biggest baby face after being a heel in the bloodline. So like, just turning him back heel like in three months would have been like kind of like, huh? Like this, this is odd. But I don't know. Uh, Tony Khan would have. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though. Sami Zayn's momentum was stalled, but uh, <laughs> this nigga said Tony Khan would have. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, Kevin Owens' momentum is kind of gone too. Like, what is Kevin Owens even doing? He's out here feuding with Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, like just punching them both in the face at the same time. It's just like beyond, big beyond, yeah. Beyond. That tag team did yeah. them no favors, bro. <laughs> that tag team did them no favors at Nothing. all. Yeah, it's kind of pointless. But, I mean, shout-out to Sami Zayn. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's home for the holidays. There's nothing serious with the storyline that they got. No. Um, and shout-out to Hunter for, you know, giving the opportunity for these wrestlers to be home with their family. Facts. Uh, yeah. During these days. Because we Big know facts. Vince wasn't having that back in the day. Yo, Vince had niggas working on Christmas <laughs> Eve having matches. It's like, bro, facts. come on, bro. Like, my kids need presents, bro. Like, that's crazy. Vince is crazy. <laughs> As well. So, I know you guys have seen that NXT is setting up an injury angle between Ridge Holland and Dragunov. Oh, my God. What is going on here? Many are saying that this is very poor taste, being that Holland is famously known for injuring and ending Big E's career. Is WWE nasty for this? Like, what are we doing? Sylvan, Sylvan, man. Big E, he's your guy, man. Ridge Holland. Possibly ended that man's career, and now he's doing. They're making an angle out of it. Like, what are they playing in our face? What's going on, man? Yeah, it's kind of nasty. Look, man, crazy. You know, I hate to be this guy, you know, but business is business. And as far as I'm concerned, anything (laughs) to get the heat, man. Like, look, at the end of the day, Rich Holland apologized to Big E. He got him a bunch of meat, and it was all love. Even Big E talks about. He's like, yo, it's all love. So as far as I mean, that's what happened. What you want me to say? I'm just reporting the news. I, <laughs> you got hey, him like yo, big slabs right, of like meat for real and send it to Big E's crib. It was like, I'm sorry. And Big E was like, I don't really eat this, but it's all love. Like it is what it is. So if you got to use what look, Ridge Holland is plain as vanilla sky butter dog. Like, I don't I don't know who Ridge Holland is. I don't know what he does. I don't. If somebody was like, yo, what is Rich Holland? I'd be like, he's the guy Bro. in that one group with Sheamus. So if he becomes the the guy who injures people and puts <laughs> them on a on a bed rest and they need to play up the big E injury, then do it. Like, look, you gotta figure something out or else you out of here, man. And Ridge was a was a was a Vince guy, man. You know, he ain't he ain't no triple H guy, so you gotta yeah. figure something out, man. Like, look, Randy was the legend killer. You know, he he was known for retiring legends. So if he can kill legends, then he can he then Rich Holland can go with the angle of injuring people and putting them on the shelf, man. Do something. Cause <laughs> we need something. Or, or go over it. <laughs> All right, man. All right. I mean, you know, that's different. Yo, this you know, that's that's this different. nigga Sylvan said <laughs> Sylvan said Rich Holland is just a guy in Seamus's group. <laughs> he is. Like, I'm Yo, sorry. Podcast, man. Man. I swear. <laughs> Yeah, I swear we got the best wrestling podcast, man. Because we really tell the truth yeah. over here. Like we don't we don't tiptoe around it. Like we really tell the truth over here. I love y'all, man. I love y'all tip-toeing so much. Tiptoeing in my uh, uh, tiptoeing uh, in my but, uh, Let's be honest. Hey, shout out to Riff Raff. Hey, Riff Raff. Why did Riff Raff <laughs> never come to wrestling, bro? He's big as shit. Like Yo, huge. He should have. He could have been carry top three point Facts. 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 Huge. Yeah. But um, back to the topic. This is nasty. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. This is kind of nasty. But that this is what WWE does, man. They turn real life into storyline. Like we all remember when Eddie Guerrero unfortunately passed away and not even 2-3 months later they were already running angles with Randy Orton telling 
Rey Mysterio that Eddie wasn't in heaven and he was in hell. Yeah. Like they they built off Eddie's death for so long, and it's like it was nasty, very nasty. But if the people who are close to Eddie Guerrero, if his family aren't upset with it, then like who are we to be upset? And I say that to say. If Big E doesn't have a problem with Ridge Holland running with injury angles in NXT, then why wish, why should we be upset for Big E? I feel like this culture does this thing where we try to get upset for people instead of allowing them to be upset. For instance, when Speedy Gonzalez was announced for uh, Space Jam, the Space Jam movie with LeBron James. Terrible movie, by the way. But oh. people tried to cancel the Speedy Gonzalez. Nah, that was bad, bro. It was bad. But people tried to cancel the Speedy Gonzalez character. They said that Speedy Gonzalez was offensive to Latins and Mexicans. And then the Mexican people came out and they said, no, we love Speedy Gonzalez. Like, I had Speedy Gonzalez posters hanging in my walls when I was a kid. Like, we're not canceling Speedy. Right. We love Speedy. So it's like, if they love Speedy, why are we trying to be angry for them and cancel it? Like, it's it sounds like white America. guilt i'm sorry but it sounds like white guilt so we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that over here if, if Big E has no problems with wwe doing injury angles with the guy who injured him then i don't have a problem with it either now if biggie came out and said yo i don't like this then i would be on board i would say i don't like it either but until yeah, i hear that hey keep injuring people bro yeah. <laughs> look man it's not real life just if, you know just make sure it's an angle if christian can talk about nick wayne's real life dead father like real life like, like for real, like niggas can get it. And cracking. nobody says a word. And nobody niggas, says a word. You know what I'm saying? We can get it cracking. We can I wonder get it. why. I want. We can get it cracking. I'm just saying. He needs something. Reality, Ridge needs man. something. Ridge needs something, Yikes. bro. Like I don't know, right. bro. I don't know who that guy is, man. He just he is every wrestler in life. Like you just it's a blank. Just a former canvas. rugby player. That's it. Facts, yo. <laughs> a blank canvas. <laughs> With Rich an accent, Holland. bro. Like he's just a nigga with an accent. Yeah, he's man. Big shoulders. Like that's all he is. We need it, man. I don't we need know that. what I don't know what Ridge is, man. Yeah. Yo, shout out Ridge. I I get I, I guess. You know? I love how we yeah. like clown people on this podcast and then be like, shout out to them though. It is like this nigga's yeah, terrible. Yeah. He's the worst wrestler of all time. Shout out to him, though. Shout out to him, though. Shout out to him, man. You know. Now this past Yeah. This past Friday SmackDown, man, we seen one of the top women's star go down with a knee injury. Yes, Dang. Charlotte Flair. It looked horrible. I've I've seen like three different videos. It looked it looked terrible. It looked bad. It looked bad, man. Now, by the way, is she like she's made out of paper or something, bro? She's always <laughs> getting on, injured. God, she got Andrew Bynum knees, bro. What's going? And I thought Paul White had bad knees, but anyways. Who takes her spot as the leading lady on SmackDown now that Charlotte is gone, 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 like in sync? Who takes that spot? Quan, yeah, who you got? Yeah. Who you Look, got? We won't know who takes her spot until after the Royal Rumble because I am adamant. I am one hundred percent in on Mercedes, Sasha Banks. Yeah, I really think Sasha Banks is returning to WWE, and I do think her home will be SmackDown with Bailey. So I'm going to say that Sasha Banks takes Charlotte's spot as the leading lady on SmackDown because Charlotte might Ooh. not be back for a while because that yeah. injury looks bad. This might be like a 10-month to a year. It yeah. might be. Yeah. yeah. Look horrible. Yeah. Terrible. And she's what got you guys I mean, first and foremost. Eos guy, Bianca. Uh, uh, um, Charlotte's got to change her moveset, man. 
I'm sorry. She's just at that age now yeah. where she can't be doing a lot of the things that she does. When she does that moonsault, like she lands on both her feet. Um, it's it's just hard to be able to have that amount of vert and not risk some type of ligaments going crazy. You feel me? Um, so Charlotte, I hope mm-hmm. you get better soon. Um, I honestly, I mean, the safe version, the the safe option if Sasha doesn't come back is Bianca. Um, I don't, I think Bianca's on Raw though, right? Is she on Raw? Nah, she's on SmackDown. Nah, SmackDown. She's on SmackDown. Yeah, give it to. She just has. Yeah, give it to her and let her rock. You know, um, or you know, give it to Bianca. Give it to Jade. You know, Jade is. You know. You know oh, nah, I forgot. You know, she's not ready I yet. For, I for, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know when she's gonna be ready, you know but you I know. forgot Jade Cargill was even in WWE, bro. Give it to Jade. Yeah, man. Be ready. So long. Yeah, I'll um, give her three to six months. Yeah, so I mean that's that's more than enough time. So I'm like, you know, you need a new person, you need yeah. a new lead. I mean, hey, she ain't. And look, Jade ain't Jade isn't. Um, in my opinion, isn't like everyone else. I think she's gonna wrestle really safely. Um, she's gonna be a dominant force, and um, you know, you can trust somebody yeah. like that with a belt. You know, she's not gonna get injured too crazy. Yeah, uh, she's not gonna take too many risks. Um, it's easy for me to say that she's the top person over there, and I think she would elevate that belt naturally naturally so we'll see yeah she got she got a long way to you know get back get into her wwe bag because as we know her being over at aw all she was was a face yeah like all she did was dominate she didn't she wasn't really doing any wrestling wrestling so they use her as a face and she got to really get in her wrestling bag now but i will say i think i think it's gonna be bailey I'm not mad at that. She deserve it. I think it's gonna be Bailey. Bailey deserve it for sure. I, I need. I, I know yeah, she's gonna be a baby it. face, but I need. I need heel Bailey to. Man, I'm just mad at how Bailey was booked, bro. Like I, I felt like I never got that blood feud with her and Bianca when she came back. It was just it's like, coming, man. It's coming. It's not she just, coming, bro. She was just it's putting her girls on, on, bro. She was it's just putting over. her girls over. It's over. She's gonna get the belt and put more girls over. Yeah. She gonna have Seven, a six look, month look reign. Seven, 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 doing that doubting again. It's over. It's, like, it's gonna come. Watch. It's gonna, gonna come. Ah. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta give her time. Like I feel like Bailey really was dead set on getting Eo Sky and Dakota Kai over, and she did that. That was her job, and she did it. But you know, it seems like they're moving towards that breakup, so Bailey can go back on her own and really get it popping. So I really think it's coming. I, we just gotta be patient, man. Let it play out. We got to let it play out. Those famous four words. Let it play out. That's all I out. got for the rundown of this year. Woo! Back to you, yeah. appreciate you, man. We always appreciate the rundown. I love talking current wrestling. Now, fellas, we usually do Black Wrestler of the Week at this point, but um, given the circumstances... I think it's time for Black Wrestler of the Year. Now, obviously, Black Wrestler of the Week is usually reserved for guys past and present. But Black Wrestler of the Year, it it, it makes sense to be someone present. And I think we probably all agree on this one. My Black Wrestler of the Year would be Swerve Strickland easily. It's like nobody even came close to having the year that Swerve Strickland had as far as black talent. This is a man who was fired from WWE. He could have taken his ball and went home. He could have went on podcasts and complained about being fired and just like made nothing happen. But no, 
Swerve Strickland went to AEW with a chip on his shoulder. He bulked up, gained muscle. He took that ball and ran with it. And now he's one of the best wrestlers in the industry. He's responsible for my personal favorite match of the entire year. Probably the best match I've ever seen live. And I've been in the building for some incredible matches. Like I've been to WrestleManias. I've been to SummerSlams. That match with Hangman Page was legendary. It was things that legend are made of. So I think nobody over Swerve Strickland deserves Black Wrestler of the Year. But that's just me. I want to hear from you fellas. Do y'all agree? Y'all disagree? Let me know, son. You know, damn well, we agree. Yeah, facts. Swerve. Strict, man. That's my that's Strick. my match of the year. Hardest worker of this year, man. Yeah. yeah. Swerve versus, versus Hangman is my match of the hope, year, Hope bro. he get that title next year. He deserves it. Facts. Yes, indeed. And I'm and I'm looking forward to see what he does next year. Like I, I'm ready to see Swerve Strickland be the face of AEW. Like I know MJF is the current guy and they're doing their thing, but I'm ready to see some black talent at the top. I'm ready to see Swerve Strickland as AEW World Champion, and I'm ready to see the show built around what Swerve Strickland is doing because right now he is the hottest in the industry. He's the most talented in the industry. This character that he's doing is super incredible. And Prince Nana is doing his thing with him, man. So shout out to Swerve Strickland. I think it's safe to say you are our Black Wrestler of the Year. You get the award for Black Wrestler of the Year. So shout out to Swerve Strickland. Now, fellas, 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 y'all know what time it is. This is going to be an interesting one. I'm I'm ready to hear what something got to say on this one because this is – this is not the pack em up award right now. This is the big pack. pack we smoking big packs this year. This is the pack up of the year. We got to pack somebody. I up. know who I am. Who is the most infamous of this year? I'm a, I want to start with Sylvan, man. Sylvan, who Sylvan, you got? Who you got, man? Who gets the biggest pack this year, man? Damn, who gets the biggest pack of 2023? I think it's pretty clear and obvious I know who I'm going to give the biggest pack. And um, oh I'm gonna relish in this one, you know. So bear with me, fellas. Tony Khan, my God, Tony Khan, man, of I've course. I have packed you up. I think like six or seven times already, man. And we just started this podcast. This is highly <laughs> unfortunate, you know. Um, this is probably gonna be my last, hopefully, my last pack up for a very long time. Um, on Tony Khan. I mean, it's obviously my last pack up of 2023. And man, Tony, I just feel like I feel like you are dropping the ball in so many ways and you refuse to see your shortcomings. You refuse to see what's been happening with your company and you refuse to make changes that are actually going to excel your company. Instead, you want to beat a dead horse inside old geezers and I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, you have to move on. I really want you to move on from what you were thinking when you started this company. You said, you know what? It's time for WWE to have some real competition. And right now they're vulnerable and they suck and we could give them a run for their money. I'm pretty sure that's what was going on in your head. To have a place where real professional wrestling could happen and storylines that actually made sense could happen. And you signed some really great talent. But now WWE is back up and they're not only back up, they're back up more than they've ever been under new management and have an incredible slew of new talent that's hotter than they've ever been. And you refuse to let go of what motivated you to start this wrestling company. 
you have to let it go, brother. You have to have a new ambition with AEW. You have to have a new shining star with AEW, a new guiding light post. And until you develop that, you're going to get packed up for real. So, Tony Khan, I pack you up with love, brother, for real. I pack you up with love, and I hope that you and AEW do way better because you guys deserve to do better. You guys deserve to have great storylines, great champions, new talent, fresh product with an identity that's easily recognizable instead of putting your time into old talent with old philosophies and old ways of marketing and expecting us to like something when you don't even know who you are. Are you a professional wrestling company or are you a sports entertainment company? Are you Uchi Wally Wally or are you One Mike? Are you Black Girl Lost or Shorty Give Me Some Ice? And until you understand or recognize that, you're going to get packed up for life. And that is my TED Talk, man. Goddamn. I knew that was coming, man. I knew I knew Tony Khan was the one. <laughs> Straight up. It was yeah, so obvious. we knew that. We knew that. <laughs> this is like his... 30th pack on this podcast we ain't even got 30 episodes yet man <laughs> Facts. I mean, we start we started this podcast in august this year by the way like august 16th was our first upload so i want to say i'm proud of you fellas man i'm proud that we got to this point we are oh, right now Shit. 700 something subscribers deep yep looking for 800 i'm really trying to get to a thousand man let us get that first thousand so if you haven't already keep subscribing subscribe now please please let's please. break that rack baby mm-hmm. we need that yeah but yeah man who you got Cooley? who who gets the biggest pack of the year oh man so many people so many just so many packs losers you know um <laughs> so many losers we'll go with kevin ash <laughs> oh kevin ash <laughs> I'm gonna go with Kevin Nash, man. I just feel like this year it's just been a, a year of hating with that guy. You know, it just yeah. there's never been anything positive that came out that guy's mouth. And I, I respect Kevin Nash; he's a legend. You know, we watched him growing up. But yo, can you just be happy with this young talent that we are witnessing? This boom period that we are witnessing in the year 2023, my guy. Like the way he the way he was bashing LA Knight, saying that Triple H was talking about his contract, um, saying that he'll never pay him as much as he'll pay the other guys because it's not original. It's like, bro, it was embarrassing. You're doing too much, dude. And now CM Punk comes back to the company, and now you're shitting on him. It's like, bro, you are you happy? <laughs> God, yeah, bro, man. like I'm just tired of seeing. Him in the headlines for just down talking another person in this right. in his company, and I'm just over it, man. John Moxley, you lucky because you was you was this close. He was like a notch <laughs> below. You know, you was bleeding all year, and then you now you kissing like you know. But right. you know that's yeah, that that's a whole other story. <laughs> but yo, Kevin Nash, man, you getting his pack, man. Honorable hey. mention is John Moxley. Okay, hey, man, man. shout out to Kevin Nash, man. I I'm honestly p- praying for Kevin Nash, man, because I know. I want to say it was either late last year or the beginning of this year. Kevin Nash lost his son. Yeah, I don't. I I forget I how. Think it was it last year. Yeah, it might it might have been suicide. But I've noticed the trend. I feel like ever since that happened, we've seen a lot of crashing out and a lot of 
strange behavior from Kevin Nash and him just like lashing out at the young generation and the talent. So I really, I really do hope that everything is okay with that man because this, this is not, it's not normal for him for anybody to just be so negative about something that they watch or supposedly watch all the time. It's just like it's, it's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah, so, man, praying for Kevin Nash. <laughs> So fellas, 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 this is this was a hard decision for me. This is the big pack of the year. We about to put a a, a big bowl. We about to pack a big bowl of somebody. Uh, a part of me wanted to pack up Brian Danielson because the whole the whole snitching thing is just kind of weird. A part of me wanted to pack up the elite because the fact that they weren't able to get into a room with CM Punk and handle business like grown men and make money off of the real life angle that it, it just it was embarrassing. So I almost wanted to pack them up. But fellas, I think for the big pack of the year, I gotta pack up the IWC. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I mean, but I gotta I pack I up the internet wrestling community. <laughs> I gotta pack up the wrestling community online because yo, big y'all big. make the wrestling experience so hard to enjoy. It's always so negative with y'all. Like there's times when I watch a show, and I feel good about it. I'm like, yo, this show was pretty incredible. Like, I I, I enjoyed it. I was I, I I was rocking the entire way. And then I go online and I immediately see just complaints and complaints and bashing. And I hate this and I hate that. And it leaves such a sour taste in my mouth that like it makes the wrestling experience such a bad one. And it doesn't have to be that. Like, and it's always so try like wrestling fans a week ago were on Triple H's head about Jade Cargill, right? They were saying that Jade Cargill hadn't been on TV in a little while and WWE was fumbling Jade. They were dropping the ball. And then a couple days ago, Jade Cargill announces that her mother just passed away of cancer. So she was clearly away with her mother taking care of her in her dying days. And the fact that y'all were piling on top of her in WWE and criticizing her for not being around, it's like sometimes we forget that this is supposed to be an enjoyable show. Sometimes we forget that there's more to life than just wrestling. So we put all our stock into this pro wrestling thing and we get so passionate about it that we scream at each other, we fight, we call each other names, and we're just so nasty about everything overall. But it doesn't have to be that. It does not have to be that. Wrestling fans, if you're out there, just please understand that if you ever get so frustrated with the product that you don't like it, turn the channel. Just turn the channel. There's so many other things on TV that you can be watching and dedicating time to. You're not being forced to watch this show. So if you're going to watch the show, don't be so negative and nasty about it all the time. Be able to accept other people's opinions if they don't like something. Be able to have a, a grown-up conversation with them if they don't like something. It doesn't have to be name-calling and bashing all the time. And these, these before, I get, before I get out of here, I want to say these profiles, these specific profiles like Drainmaker and Backup, I think it's Backup Hangman Page, the boy Ibu or whoever, and JD from New York, like, you guys are the dog whistlers of all this. You guys make this experience such a nasty one because you dog whistle to the fans to echo the same things you're saying. And then they run behind you guys and just, it's so nasty. I hate it. I hate all of it. So the IWC, you got to get this big pack, man. I'm smoking a big pack of the IWC to end this year big off, pack, man. Big pack. Big pack. Like, Sylvan even opened the episode talking about how y'all were on Seth Rollins' head for like it's like what some of some of y'all opinions be so bad I just I be confused I have to just put my phone down and walk away sometimes because it's just I be per, I be perplexed I don't even use that goddamn word but I be perplexed at some of y'all opinions I remember I said that Gunther wasn't as big of a star as Roman Reigns and there were people mad at me about that they were fighting me 
in the comments about Gunther being a biggest a big star like Roman Reigns. It's like, are y'all dumb? Obviously, he's not. And that's not an indictment towards Gunther. Like, this was his first year on the main roster, bro. WWE has been putting stock into Roman Reigns for like 10 years. Obviously, he's not as big as, of a star as Roman Reigns. But y'all can't have – y'all are not able to be objective. You're not. You lose all sight of objectiveness and just run with your emotions, and y'all get out of hand, man. So please stop. IWC, I'm sorry, but y'all got to get this big pack, man. Y'all got to get this big pack. I respect that. But yeah, I'm man. <laughs> I respect that. But like I said, man, I'm, 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 I'm incredibly proud of you brothers, man. We were talking about making this podcast for so long, and we finally did it this year, man. We went live in August, August 16th to be exact. I remember the exact date because we all made posts on Instagram signaling people to go head over to YouTube and check it out. And we are now, what, 24 at? 24 episodes deep? I think it's about to be 24 episodes now. deep, man. 24 it's been episodes a long, deep, man. It's, it's like, it's like two years yeah, in the making right here, man. Yeah, right, two right, years right. in the making, man. He's I'm incredibly proud of y'all, man. And I'm, it's I'm, dope. I, it it's 24. 25. Oh, 24. It's 20-something. Yeah, 20. 20 we, we in the early 20s. Or, uh, so I'm incredibly proud of you, brothers. I love y'all, man. I'm so glad that we finally get, did this and got this ball rolling. And I'm excited to see what happens in 2024, man, because – we are we're almost at a, a thousand subscribers. We've only been doing this for four oh, months, snap. man. <laughs> Cooley dropping his camera because he's so excited. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I, I really want to see where we end up, man. I really want to see where we end up. New Year is gonna be a yeah, fun man. time, man. I'm I'm excited for 2024 for sure, man. This was a great year. Uh it's always a blessing when you 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 can see your work being broadcasted outside of this internet stuff because I've had people come up to me saying they seen the podcast i'm like yo that's crazy man right and the fact that i'm doing this with my brothers is even a more a, a, a blessing you know so i can't wait to see you know the future and what what, what god has in store for us next you know facts facts it's be dope. Man. we went from being in cooley's crib trying to shoot this like no sorry we were in kwan's crib trying to shoot this oh it's kwan's and, crib yeah, it was yeah. at kwan's mm-hmm. crib man and cooley brought his cam and then we tried to do an episode by ourselves and we were like, all right. And now, you know, after a year of like really just getting this thing going and being here, like being on 24, 25 episodes, dog, like I'm definitely proud of us. And I know this is barely Crazy, like man. we barely like touching the surface of where we're going to take this, man. Like imagine Facts. a year from now, but like, bro, Facts. imagine three years from now, bro. Imagine five years from now. Like we, we really them once, man. I truly believe that, dog. Yeah, right, man. right. And shout out to all the subscribers and not only the subscribers, but the supporters, because we got people yes. who are in our comments faithfully every week telling us how much they love the pod. They're DMing us on our personal pages, asking our opinions on certain things. And it's like, yo, you guys are so incredible, man. Mm-hmm. Like some of, some of you guys are strangers, but we've never met you guys. And y'all support us harder than some people that we've known for like ever. So, yeah, um, it's, it's an incredible feeling, man. I, I really love our supporters. And hopefully next year, you know. We can get to <laughs> thousands of more f- subscribers, man. But um, yeah, I love I love doing this. I love you, brothers. So glad love we you too, got man. This Y'all too, so, man. For I'm real, excited. Shouts <laughs> to World War Joe too, man. He be and commenting cool. on every post. Oh, yo, my boy World War, War, Joe. War Joe, my boy World War <laughs> Joe, my boy Alex Serial. Um, damn, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of y'all. I'm blanking on names right now. I wish I can shout out every single one of y'all because y'all make this experience such a fun one, man. I like I truly enjoy doing this because I truly enjoy y'all reaction to it, man. So keep yeah. doing your thing, keep subscribing, 
and share this with a friend, man. If you know, if you know people who love pro wrestling like you, send them, send them a link, man. Have them, have them tune in with us because I feel like we got one of the best wrestling podcasts right now. Like we're we're young black dudes really talking about this wrestling shit, and we're not we're not being politically correct. We're not tiptoeing around certain things. We're we're not being tribal. Like I know it seems like you know Sylvan hates AEW and he plays into it because he knows it's kind of funny but at the end of the day we all really love this pro wrestling thing man we love having y'all with us so share 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 these links man send them to a friend send them to your mama your daddy your auntie whoever like wrestling man send these links let them tune in make them uh subscribers because we don't like ghosts man we don't want ghosts but yeah man we're gonna get out of here this has been wrestling with the homies i hope y'all enjoyed this episode i feel like this was a really good episode this 2023 really good episode. Episode. we yeah. was giving out an award 2023 is coming to an end next week uh we might not have an episode we'll see what happens man we'll see what happens i think our next episode we're gonna have a special guest i don't, I don't want to say the name but y'all definitely want to tune in for that and we'll mm-hmm. see y'all next week man we out of here Holla. peace